It's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 188. Yes, sir. Happy Tuesday. Uh, hope everybody's Super Bowl weekend was lit. Nah, yeah. Hopefully nobody's still, you know, dealing with the hangover from that. Nah, you know, yeah. If you're still feeling it on Tuesday, then I mean, you went a little too crazy. Nah, no bullshit. But I mean, hey, some people might have had Monday off and you finally getting back to the, the swing of things, so... Nah, yeah. I get into the habit of like, if I'm watching the show or something, all my podcasts take a back seat. Because I don't really... Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I don't need my catch-up. It's crazy. Y'all don't even listen to podcasts anymore. But still do one every week. And that's telling. Because look, there's probably some people mm-hmm. that used to listen to us every week and probably don't. You know, I will anymore. say I listen to more stuff. Like, I listen to more music and podcasts when I was driving every day to work. Same. 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 Because you got to put something on in the car. Yeah. It could be routine. Like, I need some shit to pass time, so I'm going to listen to this. Nah, yeah. So with that said, shout out to everybody on the road. Mm-hmm. Right or now, everybody listen. that's at work, turn up. Oh, but we already shot at work. Uh-huh, no bullshit. Everybody that got that one AirPod in. Everybody got that one AirPod in. some a motherfucker right here yapping. You do- trying to dodge your man? <laughs> yeah. But um, like he, like you said, we are fresh off Super Bowl weekend. Um, it was a it was a chill weekend. Terrence hosted us all for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was dope. I feel like it's always dope when you host your family. Because, you know, this is your family and it is what it is, but, and I hope I host my fam all the time. But it was definitely dope to have everybody here cook. Y'all know what I make. I make the same shit. He made his signature chicken, fried chicken, but I made it with some jerk season a little bit. It was mm-hmm. a little different. Um, but other than that, the Super Bowl was lit. I think we got, we got a dope Super Bowl. We definitely gonna talk about the Super Bowl, halftime show, all of that. But other than that, this week, here on the East Coast, it's been it's been a rainy, dark, cloudy. Yeah, it's hey. not hot. It's not cold. I'm not really banging with the the weather that we've been getting, but nah, yeah, makeup it's mine. Yeah, but you know what, Punxsutawney saw his uh shadow. That's what we were supposed to talk about that last week. Punxsutawney Phil seeing his shadow. Yeah, we talk about that every year. Yeah, well this year he's seen it, but he put he has terrible accuracy, bro. I don't even know why we make that a thing anymore. He's 37 percent accurate. Why do we even get his opinion anymore? You know why? Because they've been doing it. And since they've been doing it, they're going to keep, keep doing, doing it. it. So anyway, anyway we're supposed to get spring. Yeah. So. All right, look, we're going to start off with some of the hottest news of last week. Monique went up to Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp's uh, podcast. It was good to see her. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. You know? I feel like we haven't seen her since maybe some of her appearances on little interviews before. Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah. IG. Yep, she was able to go up there and speak her piece. Uh, she said a lot of good stuff. She said a lot of shifty stuff. I feel like her and Cat Williams' interview was the same in a sense mm-hmm. where you could believe a lot of it, and then a lot of it you got to kind of take with that, okay, this is her side of the story type okay. energy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, she's saying that, but I would want to hear all sides mm-hmm. anyway. And I'm not going to discredit her because a lot of people said that she went up there and people were like, oh, she being messy, she being that. And a lot of people felt like because she's a black woman, she didn't get the same ear as Kat. I'm not going to say that I was a part of that because I gave her the same ear as Kat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I did too. And I knew she was coming up there. I, it, feel, it felt like she was coming up there to say her piece. Shannon don't platform don't feel like a platform where people go for a regular interview and now they make it messy. 
She went up there with a purpose. Yeah, and I was telling Teresa, me and Teresa disagree with the way Shannon is doing his thing. Because I love Club Shay Shay. But I was telling Teresa, I was like, damn, Sh Club Shay Shay kind of like a big platform now. I was telling him, I was like, damn, I want to, I wanted to see him maybe get Ed Reed or get, you know, Ray Lewis and just do a Ravens joint. <laughs> and Terrell was like, who the fuck wants to watch Ray Lewis and Shannon talk? But I'm like, they was teammates. I would like I to would watch it, but he's not going to bring no drama now. And that, that's what I was going to say. I, I hope Shannon doesn't only think to bring either big ass names mm -hmm. or drama. Like he got Usher, 21 Savage. He going to go back and get Ray? Probably not. I think he will, but y'all see, y'all know Terrence is a Tracy McGrady documentary watching nigga. Well, you'll be like, fellas, he's watching a Sam Cassell documentary. He like not saying that he's actually done this, but like he has the tolerance to watch that. I so do majority of listeners of this podcast. Terrell, you know how many people don't want to would rather see a Ray Lewis interview than a Twenty One Savage? I would like to see the Ray Lewis interview. I don't want to see him and I don't want to see Shay talk, Shannon talking to. I don't want him to go the all the smoke route where he. I, I, I was I was telling Terrence I felt like he put it on in a box of sports. I don't want JJ Reddick to come up there. I don't want to hear from you in. Yeah, I wouldn't want JJ Reddick. I I don't want Stephen A. Oh, we already got the Stephen A. episode, but I feel what you're saying. I though. like the yeah. fact that he's getting these spaces. And I do too. I'm not. I'm not necessarily hating on that. I'm just like, bum, damn. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna get the. You're right though. He right. should stay. Don't stray too far. Yeah, like, don't stray too far. Cause look, we got enough people that's gonna interview Twenty One Savage and be Breakfast Club. Right. But anyway, Monique up there. She is a uh, solid comedian. Me and Terrell's life. Growing up, my whole life, 100%. we definitely knew Monique. She was you know. an integral part of our whole shit. Let's throw some, uh, real quick, just throw some wins out there. Johnson Family, not Johnson Family Vacation, but uh, Roscoe Jenkins. Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Uh, you starting way too late. The Parkers. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, just throwing out little wins. We grew up coming home from school and hearing that Parker's theme song come on. Mm -hmm. Professor Ogilvie. Professor Ogilvie. Big shout out to Countess Vaughn because they were a big part of our childhood. And yeah. it's crazy because Countess Vaughn had like a friend role on Moesha. And even in Moesha, Monique played her mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there was that. We had movies like Two Can Play That Game, mm -hmm. where she played the big friend. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Early. It's a bunch of shit that Monique has done. It, uh, outside of that, she has the uh, the Queens of Comedy. The, of course, she hosted, she's probably one of the best BET Award hosts of all time. Not yet. Definitely a stand-up comedian. But her, her prime was 03, 04, 05. So it was, a lot of y'all probably was very young. But, and what's fucked up, y'all, is y'all don't realize, like, her resume would be a lot more decorated had the shit she went up there and talked about didn't happen. Like, she literally got pieced in her prime, like, low-key. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She got blackball in her prime. Yeah. Her resume, you know, as an actress, your resume really get... Thicker when you get older. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to have a Tupac type of resume. That's just unreal. Yeah. You know? Nigga Pac had like eight movies he was in mm -hmm. and he died at like 24 or some shit. Nah, yeah. Pac would have been one of the. Pac would have been better than Will Smith. Pac would have been bigger than Will Smith and Jay. Like he would have been. In terms of like, no, I don't need to say Will Smith because Will was an actor. actor. Okay. Yeah. It was a rapper turned actor. I think Pac would have been. I think Pac would have been bigger Pac than could, Jay. Pac could do the rom-com. He could do the, the thug joint. Do you know why? Pac, dog, Pac could low-key get in the room and 
Like, you know how Jay gets in a room and he knows to code switch? Pac was a good-ass coach when the nigga went to that art school and he could turn that shit on. Why you think Pac yes, was Pac on so many movie the, sets? Yeah, but Pac got to the point where he wasn't with that shit no more. All right, Like look, Jay. We getting a little far away from this Monique Not topic. Back to the Monique uh, interview. One thing that I like that she said, well, put it like this. One thing that I like, uh, I'll say this. Some of the stuff she said you got to take with a grain of salt because there's two sides to every story. I'm going to just put that out there. Okay. I'm not somebody that's believing everything. But what makes said. you say that? What stories did she tell that make you say that? Because I don't remember you saying it about Cat unless it was about the him um, going. When we said that about Cat, it was about when he said he read 3,000 books or something like that. She's talking. Okay, bet. People had an issue with her talk. She, she told a story on there about how, you know, Kevin Hart said he would executive produce a series or she deserves something and Kevin Hart said he executive produce. Uh-huh. And then she said when it was time for him to step up, he said, I want nothing to do with Monique. Whenever well, no, he, that's what the person that called said. That he said. And then he said it was a miscommunication and then they just legit didn't talk after that. That's why, that's where I'm like, see, a story like that, Okay. I'll take with a grain of salt. Not saying that I won't believe you, but I like what Monique said when she said, if I told you your friend did something fucked up, would you call your friend and be like, hey, they saying, yeah, I'm not friends with Kevin Hart, so. Nah, yeah. And but honestly, whenever somebody's saying this person wronged me and it's industry, I always, I believe them, but I also think, you never know. It's dog eat dog. I gotta, I gotta get the, you know. But you know what? I think that's the crux of Monique's whole shit. She don't like what I'm saying at all. She wants you to believe and because, if not double check. And then Shannon made a, a low-key, a little boo-boo on the joint. Because when she told him about the recording, he was like, why are you going to recording, people? And she was like, see how you didn't say anything about what happened to me? You just immediately talked about how oh. I was recording? Yeah. But she said, if I didn't have the recording and I told you this, nobody would believe you it because believe it's savior. Yeah. So I was definitely disappointed in what I seen from Tyler Perry from the Monique side. I'll say this. Tyler mm -hmm. Perry, I would like for him to get up there and do some shit and say something. Because low-key... It was a bad look. It ain't a good look. Because we actually do love... We did love her before we loved you. Right. Feel me? She was out before you. I and then you popped. You know? Mm-hmm. I have always felt this way about Tyler Perry. Like, I, Tyler Perry has some movies that I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he, he's, like, all bad or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, how they was making him out to be on, like, the boondocks. But it just did seem like... Like, when Monique said this years ago, I believed it when she said Tyler Perry told everybody that I was hard to work with. Mm -hmm. I believe that he said that. What she I said. believe it, too. I will say this. This is my biggest takeaway from the Monique thing is her... You know, Monique always says, I love us for real. Mm -hmm. The fact that she still loves black folks after everything... Arguably is, been is, done by black... Blunt wrong by black folks. That's what I'm saying. It's admirable. Yeah. This black person blackballed you. Oprah, who's the richest fucking supposed to be, you looked the up damn to her. Yeah, looked up to her. She did you dirty. Lee Daniels did you dirty. He apologized. Kevin Hart did this. Then you had the situation with um, y'all was trying to do the thing with David E. Talbert, and this person did you dirty. Um, who was that? Was that um, Will Will Packer? I think she was talking about. It's either Will Packer. Uh -huh. It was Will Packer. Mm -hmm. So it's like, damn, you getting done by... Y'all know how it is when, when, with black folks and with business. And I guess this is like a black folks conversation. But um, 
sometimes like it's just certain things that you expect when you work with your own people or you 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 take up you, you know you try to support you know how we are you try to support black business but then sometimes the shit don't all the way be right and people expect you to still support because of blackness you know what i'm saying mhm and so for her to go through all that adversity but still be true to you know the I love us for real thing, it's admirable. That's the one thing I thought about in that whole thing. She was going through all of the situations. I'm like, damn, she still y'all like love us though. So most people would jump shit. Nah, yeah, I think Monique definitely still is a big voice in our community, even having been absent all this time. I think she speak and, and she can get a lot of our attention. Same way with Cat Williams. Mm -hmm. Not saying everything they say is right, but damn, they know how to get everybody's attention. That says a lot. One thing that she really did say that I feel like a lot of people, especially the ladies, had an issue with what she was calling her man king. She was saying her man is a king, and she was talking about her man like she was still in, still in love. <laughs> she is. You know? And uh -huh. I felt like that was beautiful as hell. It was. Like, that was, I felt like the way she talked about her man was beautiful. But was it because she was talking about her man I that I felt like that a little bit? I think she uh, it's it was it's rare in today's time. That's what I'm saying. To see a woman speak to how her man helped her become who she is. Right. I didn't say made her who she is. I said helped her become. Facts. Because I think that's what people were misinterpreting. She did say a lot of bold things that a lot of people would be like, you know what I'm saying? Because she said he he taught me how to be uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I had to move my ass from the head of that table and sit right here, basically. She said something that stuck out to me. She said, don't you know when everything is going crazy? And that man said, don't you know we good? And she said, and I believed him. That is the biggest key of what that whole part was. Because that, believe it or not, be the disconnect with our people. Uh-huh. I feel like as a man, I'm going to just say this. I feel like we don't get that part. You could say we don't know how to lead all you want. Ladies, that is a real thing. But two things can definitely be true. I feel like when fellas do get the opportunity to lead, when we doing everything right, we been dealing we be dealing with these chicks who are just not ready to let us lead, and when we tell them, "Don't you know we good?" They simply do not believe us, not because of what we did, but because of the say, society we live in. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but I got to shoot the lady some bail. Because and I'm not, if she I'm not, don't believe these, if she don't believe you when you say that for the, for the fellas, is that more her? But you or see, did you create? I just told you that that lady. I just told you that there's two things can be true. Every time we talk about this. We got to say, oh, well, you never know. What if you... I'm, I'm, not, saying what you, if, I'm not saying what if or but, you never you know. But you stepping saying, on the point that I'm making by bringing not, up the point that I made before. I already told them that there is two sides to every coin. Okay, I'll let you out. I'm talking about the fact that sometimes we just don't get y'all saying, I believe you. I'm going I'm to believe you. Because sometimes it is belief. It ain't going to be perfect. Right. If it was mapped out perfect, you wouldn't need a man to tell you. You would just do it. Sometimes in life, you do need a man to lead. But are you really letting him lead? 
Some of y'all have an issue with Monique even saying it. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Hey, Ter- all right, well, go ahead and shoot them bell, because that's what you want to do. I'm not shooting bell. My question to you is, why do you think that is? Why do I think what is? Why do you think that we don't be, be getting believed sometimes? I'm not, I, I'm not asking that in a spiteful, trying to be a contrarian way. I'm asking, like, legit. I think it's the society that we live in versus Monique. We live in a society where a man telling you you good, we got way more bullshit surrounding now where you could be like, I don't know if I'm going to be good. And plus, Monique's man's version of we good it's probably different from what a lot of the ladies would be accepting or expecting this these days. Because a dude could tell you we good, but a lot of times that good need to be real good for some chicks. Sometimes that we good need to be, I can pay for all of your bills, I can do all of this, I can do all of that. Mm. And sometimes if you can't do that, you can't even tell her we good. Because I feel like Monique's safety in hearing we good Y'all thinking money, when really it's the guy saying, I'm going to take care of you, love you, put you up, we going to be together, and money. Because she is the breadwinner. Because she is the breadwinner. Like, yo, I got us. She let her man lead, and she is the one doing the actual joint. And I feel like we look at that as a negative thing. I I just, I don't know why. I think maybe it's because of the society that we have. Here, where I think girls are afraid of things to happen to them that haven't even happened. Same with us. Fellas, y'all afraid for your girl to fuck your mans just because you heard about this on Twitter or some shit. Oh, and yeah, it ain't going to happen. We see a lot of bullshit like that. That is true. So I'm not saying that the ladies are scarred. I'm saying I think the difference in society is why I think that type of wordplay from Monique gets received. Like, all right. Now, this is Monique's third marriage. She didn't do that for her first two husbands, they say. So is this a case of where she was just like all of these other girls, but she got it wrong, got it wrong, and then got it right with with bruh? Y'all got to stop thinking that a ring means that that's who you were supposed to be with. No, I mean, just because you had this relationship, you had a relationship twice. But you never heard her talk about them like this one. Right. So I think that says a lot in itself. Well, she said in the interview that she wasn't, she said she know, she was like, I know I put them two guys through hell. She put Sydney through hell in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She had an epiphany where she had to like move from the head of the table to the side type shit. And I, I do love the way she talked about them. But I think she also had to grow to that point, which is an issue in itself. I'm not saying that. I about to say, you know exactly what I'm thinking about them two guys. They, them two guys took the L that fellas we all take. Everybody, every one of us, even you, Terrell, when you talk to a joint that is too crazy to even be talked to for real, for real. You got her at a specific time. Mm-hmm. It ain't work. She ended up talking to bruh, then the next bruh, she's married. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because low key, you was definitely the fuck this nigga. He ain't shit. You get with him? Fuck him. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? Third nigga, maybe I won't do the yak yep. yak so much. And then now, now you married. <laughs> now it worked. Yeah. That's a fact. One thing that's crazy is people going to get with you, fuck up, and they going to leave you, and they going to be with the love of their life. And you got to be ready for somebody to say, this is the love of my life, and I wasn't happy until I got with them. If my ex were to post some shit like this, 
my new man is the love of my life or, or any girl that I used to talk to post that their new man is the love of their life, I don't feel no type of way. Like, because you have to legit, I don't think that you just find the love of your life. I think you make a choice that you're going to deal with somebody bullshit and y'all are, I'm not going, that sounds bad. That sounds like settling. That sounds like settling, but I mean like, the issues, that, and then we kind of getting long-winded. No, no, you're good. Because this isn't really just, this is a separate thing. But like the issues Monique needed to work out with the other two bros, you think that her, her husband now not getting a little bit of remnants of that? He like, might have, yeah. Who you are is who you are. I don't like the concept of people talking about like settling or, or people trying to make everything that's not perfect or exactly what they want settling. Yeah. Like you got this long list of expectations. She need to have a fat ass. She also need to be gorgeous. Toes, great. She also need to be a tr almost traditional. She need to be this, she need to be that, she need to be that. And the ladies, of course, they have, he got to be six foot or taller. He got to make this amount of money. He got to be loving. He also got to have some thugs so he can protect me. Yeah. And if you don't get all of those things, fuck that, Terrell. I'm coming for you. I don't like how you tried to bring about she had three marriages. Nah, because you making it seem like, hold on, wait, let me finish the what I was in. Let me finish this first. I don't like the fact that when people don't have every single quality, people will say, Are you settled? This person settled. Nah, they found somebody that is a match to their life. And even though they wanted certain things or they, you know. Yeah. Nobody is going to find somebody that's, you know, exactly. But if they get six out of the seven, five out of the seven, you got to understand you're not going to come across that. That's a fact. But only reason why I bring up Monique, uh, you brought first up her two marriages. marriages, is because you making it seem like she just. Y'all think a love story is supposed to be perfect? Nah, but you made it seem like. Our generation don't know how to let men lead, but she didn't know how to either back then and had to wait for her third marriage nah, to get it right. See, it's like Steve I Harvey. I don't like when people do that because what I told Terrell is when I'm bringing up the fact that she lets her man lead and our generation don't do that, you said, well, she is on her third marriage. And what you're trying to do by saying that is you're basically trying to say, well, well, I mean, she's trying to tell us how to do this, but she's on her third marriage. I'm not doing that. And let that. me tell you, if you're thinking that, or if you're thinking, well, she, she, she has an open marriage. She has this. The easiest question I'll ask you is, who do you have in this world that is speaking on you the way Monique is speaking on her husband? If you don't have nobody in, your, in the world like that, can you really talk about what she's doing? We've heard her talk about that man this way. like that, this way, for over a decade. So you mean to tell me you're going to hold the two men that she was broken with before? We know how this shit goes. We're not to you making a completely Some separate. of them will hold that over her head, like how you said third marriage. Because you, you're right. Nobody taking away from what her and bruh got. But you the one that it. made it, it seem like it was a... I don't think I made it seem like anything. I think you tried to be messy and you nigga. You said out. you said. I think it's the generational difference between us because she allowed the man to lead and said all of this stuff about how yeah, she did and this. I think she 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 and the girls today X Y Z, but her ass was just like how a lot of what people go through now is where they go through relationship, relationship, and relationship, and then they change. They saw what you and said. now all they of saw a sudden, what you said. Now look, this is the real tea, and I'm I like Monique, but. 
People always wait till they get in this relationship, the perfect one, to start doing interviews and giving advice. When can you give advice? Because T, when you get, can you, you can't be in a successful relationship for 10 years and give advice. How well, long do you, you have to be in a successful relationship? Well, let me ask you this. Sierra and Russell been together going on, believe it or not, it's going on almost 10 years. I would 1,000% listen to relationship advice from Russell Wilson and Sierra for, for sure. But you're also somebody who criticized Sierra for not getting her Mr. Perfect until she was done dating all of the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the only reason why I bring up the fact that it wasn't... So look... People wait till they get to the perfect situation. And I like the way Monique spoke on it because she Monique spoke, isn't she talking about... honestly about her past. See, Terrell, you, you hit me up because I, I haven't had an issue with Sierra and speaking about relationships. Speaking about how you get your man... And how you keep your man, two different things. I feel like it's misleading to say, in order to get a man, this is what you got to do. But a woman saying to keep your relationship this way, or a woman just speaking about how she loved her dude, that's different. Acting like your man was heaven sent and you said a prayer, come on. Monique didn't get up there and do that. Monique kept it real. I was hoeing, I was tricking, he got me right. Like literally gave him the, the real credit for everything. Yeah, that he did. has truly done. She Women did. will not do that. You get your girl to be fucked up in the head, and you the one who got her right. But she gonna leave thinking she had to get her. A lot of women will think she had to get herself right because, like I said, our generation feels like you're giving almost too much away to a man by letting him know, yo, you know what? You pulled me out of whatever. Too many niggas are turning that around on them. That's the other side of it. That's the bad thing. And that's the bad thing. Yeah. Because there's so many different sides That's why I say it's the same with men not wanting to, oh, you know, she, I don't want to fuck her. She might fuck my mans. What? No. That sounds like some internet shit. That it's won't happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you feeling like that. But the, anyway. The, the, but Shannon Sharp got to stop putting these interviews out right after we do the damn podcast. I know. I know. I know. That shit came out on Wednesday. I was like, God damn. Or Wednesday or Thursday. Something like that. But she spoke on a lot of uh, uh, different things, and it was dope. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. He's killing it. And shout out to Cat Williams. That was dope to see Monique on the Cat Williams tour. I love yeah. to see the club Shay Shay turn into money. That little mm -hmm. pipeline, I love that. I love to see it, too. Can you imagine going to that show? Monique come out, then Cat Williams? Bet! Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Where y'all spinning this way? No bull. Um, I, um, I think it's dope that... Uh, Shannon is doing what he's doing. I'm interested to see who he gonna have next. Cause he had Usher, he had Twenty One Savage was a weird guess. It, I, I well, his album had just came out, so it made sense. It made sense. Yeah. It was just a little weird. Usher was cool, but uh, I just love it for Unk, man. Love it for him. Back. Okay, so Super Bowl Fifty Eight. I feel like we stayed on that way too long. Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Kansas City Chiefs, I don't even know how to start this because it feels weird because we normally talk about sports at the end. Nah, yeah, we could say it. Uh, Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs. Looking to, listen to the hate. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs fan, I feel like you understand how it's kind of like, but. No, you don't. They moving just like how Patriots fans used to move. And Lakers fans. You win all the time, but you, they're, they're the only ones that's like super, super excited about it. I got to say, as a Broncos fan who have been the, for, for the majority of my life, we have been the dominant team in the 
AFC West. We always had the most Super Bowls. We always had the most AFC championships. And the Chiefs were trash for the majority of my life. And literally, they legit are now the, they have the most uh, Super Bowl trophies. We still got them by a few championships, but they just like turn their shit around. They're, they're, that, they're that team. And I hate, I hate them, but they legit find ways to win. At halftime, I was like, bet. I feel like the Super Bowl was 1,000% rigged. All right, let's talk about it because I feel like the rig, now y'all know I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like the rig conversation is getting a little bit ridiculous. So you tell me why you think it was rigged. I think it was rigged because Taylor Swift won that uh, Grammy. Taylor Swift won the Grammy. She was supposed to win that Grammy. Oh, she was supposed to win the Grammy. Bet. We can have that conversation. It just seems like, I was telling y'all last week, the first thing that made me think the Chiefs was going to win the Super Bowl was Taylor Swift winning that Grammy. Mm -hmm. Just because of how big it was. Went up there. Fuck Celine Dion. Thanks. Excuse me. (laughs) New album. You know? It was Mm -hmm. like, damn, y'all feeling y'allself for real. No pun intended. B was in the uh, audience. Um... I think <laughs> I got a couple of things that I wrote down that I felt like why the joint was rigged. And I'm going to keep it 100, y'all. Chiefs fought well. It was a great game. Overtime win. I'm not taking no respect away. But, like, let's just keep it 100. We don't give a fuck that y'all won the Super Bowl. Y'all won the last, what, eight? <laughs> so they have not. This shit, it was rigged. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh... Beyonce, legit, never be on TV doing shit, ever. She's a marketing genius, and we'll talk about her next. Well, you think look, she was a Beyonce part of- was there looking fire. Her and Jay dropped the album. What does that have to do with the Chiefs? What a platform to drop that album. What does that have to do with it? Hold on, wait. You getting into shit? What does that have to do with the Chiefs? Think about how big of a Super Bowl this was. Considering the Chiefs and Taylor Swift's $330 million is there. Beyonce said, fuck it, I'm going to go and drop my album. Does Beyonce drop her album at the Super Bowl if it was Lions-Ravens? No. I think she does. I don't think the Super Bowl is even as big without Taylor Swift there. Think about the stars that was in the building. This is another thing. That's actually not a bad point. Did you see Taylor Swift? Chugging the beer. Uh-huh. Oh, you think that they she just randomly did that? No. You think Taylor Swift not in cahoots? I just said my album's coming out. And guess where you can see me? At the event where everybody this weekend is going to be watching the Super Bowl. I'm about to be in the, up in the box. And this is my other point. Guess who she's in the box with? The Street's Hottest Youngin'? Ice Spice? What are you doing up there with Taylor Swift? And Travis, and look, and they scoring ice spice. Why are you there? Seems like the NFL was very smart about the female watch community. Feel me? It's through the roof. Beyonce's here, Ice Spice here, Taylor Swift here. We got every race. Everybody of goes women to here. the Super Bowl every single year. Alrighty, whatever. Put it like this: the game went to overtime in Vegas. I don't care what y'all say. Overtime in Vegas. Come on. This shit is made up. And did you see the ESPN post 
that they posted about Taylor's lucky number. You didn't see that? Oh, shit, it's 13. It's 13. So you didn't see all of the lines that they just drew. You probably didn't. I did. Like no, I saw that it was, what, 13 to 13 at one point. Right? 7 8. At halftime, was it 13 13? It was Super Bowl 58. So 5 plus 8 is 13, whatever. February 11th, 2 plus 11, 13. The 49ers, 4 plus 9, 13. The halftime score was 10 to 3, 13. 10 plus 3 is 13, I'm sorry. Chiefs, uh, 2023 wins with Kelsey was 13. And plays in a game winning drive was 13. They got this graphic up of her hugging. Travis, this is on ESPN, bro. Let me tell you something. Y'all think that this shit, I not just, that they lined that up, but the fact that y'all can even say, oh, my God, Tra uh, Taylor's lucky number. What would y'all have been posting if the 49ers had won? You know? Look at all of this you could post. All of the Taylor Swift. All of the, all of it you get to do. Did you see Joe Biden's IG post? I did. You know how you fuck somebody over, but you got to make it look like you ain't know it was, uh, what it was? You know how you get that call from somebody that, that tells you? Let's say niggas was trying to keep a birthday party from you, and you get that call with bros like, Hey, yo, bro, what you doing, bro? You just in the house? Okay, because I'm just down here chilling, bro. All right, all right, I'll talk to you later. You be like, all right, I know that they planning something. You know what I'm saying? You know how you get the hint that's nothing, but you know it's something. Hey, yo, Joe Biden, why you post that, bro? Ha-ha, just like we planned. You're right. You know how you try to say, ha-ha, just like we planned. So you think it's a joke. Walter White, Walt Whitman, you got me. Yes! 100%. Why would you, why, when have y'all ever addressed rigging anything? The fucking president? I thought it was fucked up that he tweeted that. And given he what's just dropped going, bombs on. I'm getting ready to say. Rest in peace, those people. And prayers up. Free Palestine. I feel like that was fucked. I feel like it was just distasteful. Anyway. Anyway. Going back to the uh, the fact that he tweeted that about the Super Bowl, I knew that everybody was going to go crazy with that. I just feel like it's tough as fuck to rig a game like that. Last thing that I'm going to say about why the Super Bowl was rigged. In overtime, there was brand new rules. Whoever gets the ball first and scores, it don't matter. The other team gets a chance to score. It's overtime. What do the 49ers do? They receive the they ball. They receive the ball. And what is everybody saying at the end of the game? Oh, well, we didn't know about the overtime rules. Yeah, yeah, we weren't informed. Bullshit! You are in the NFL. You mean to tell me nobody on you all sideline said, wait, 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 y'all. It's new rules. We knew at home. Y'all ain't know. Oh, y'all conveniently went down and got a field goal, and we got a Chiefs drive that looked like sliced cheese that last drive. It did. It wasn't like an incredible, we didn't see no crazy Edelman catch. You know what I'm saying? No Super Bowl magic. Just Pat Mahomes dinking and dunking down the, down the joint. A big throw to what? Kelsey, but nah, that was before. Literally, that last drive. For them to win the game, it seemed like, damn, 49ers, what y'all doing? It was like butter. It was like butter. Like butter. And 49ers, after the game, y'all saying, you oh, see? we didn't know that about the new rule. Really? I thought that was bullshit, too. You don't give Mahomes the second shot to go down the field. 
It don't matter if you go down there and score a touchdown first. It don't. You let Mahomes score first, and then your overtime is after they scored. We got to make this. I did not like the decision. And you would think the most, the smartest offensive mind in the league, mm-hmm. and Kyle Shanahan, you didn't know that? You didn't know that, Kyle? You fucked that? You kicked that field goal and not go for it on fourth down? Why? If you was, if your philosophy was take the points, right? If your philosophy is we need to score so that if Kansas City score, then we'll be the last ones with the ball to get three, right? You score seven. If they score seven, new Super Bowl rules, you'll get the ball next. Whoever field goal next wins. Why not go for it on that fourth down? Why take the three against the Chiefs? L, shout out Chase Young, PG County legend, sack. In the Super Bowl, his name is in PG County history book. Nah, hundred percent. You That's went to the PG Super- County history. You went to the Super Bowl and sacked one of the what they call one of the greatest quarterback, the one of if not the greatest quarterback of all time, which he's not. Imagine being able to say you sacked Joe Montana in a Super Bowl. Nah, yeah. You solidify when you come right back home. Right this way, sir. Have our sliced cheese empanada pizza. Sliced cheese empanada pizza is crazy. It's our specialty. And since you sacked Joe Montana. But honestly, when he comes back, oh, you kid, you good. Yeah. You good. You good. When he go back to Demantha, he's good. Shout out to him. I was so happy for him with that. I will say this. Do you think I would be asked you this about, you know, just to wrap the uh Uber Bowl, the Super Bowl. First of all, I didn't like the shit they did this year with the trailers. Y'all say, oh, we got all these movie trailers dropping on the Super Bowl. And then come the Super Bowl, they put out a 15-second micro-trailer and then say, trailer out now online. So they just meant on Super Bowl day, the trailers would drop. I don't like that. I and you know what like I think that. that is? I think they trying to say, fuck paying the big money for the slot. We're going to pay the little money to get your eyes. And, and then, then we're going to get all the views on our own platform. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it really beneficial to pay for a Super Bowl commercial in 2024. I didn't watch many of Parents, them. you are sleeping on the... the. If I'm not it's getting... It's like the Super Bowl commercial is like Black Friday. You know how Black Friday, people don't even give a fuck what happened the whole year. We just know on this day, we supposed to shop. Yeah, yeah you have to be do that. Yeah. Super Bowl is the... The game going to be good, but mo- think about Candace. Look at Candace yesterday. Candace didn't give a fuck about the game. She watched the commercials and Usher. A lot of people are like, the, co- the best commercials are going to be on Super Bowl. On Super Bowl. You, that slot won't always be I feel like, expensive. man, if you ain't getting that for that but they are smart. first quarter, if you ain't getting that for the uh, national anthem, I don't know if you getting seen. They are smart as shit for cutting for, that. I didn't like it because I'm a traditional. I want to see the whole trailer. Y'all say y'all going to put out the fucking Planet of the Apes trailer. Y'all show the same 15 seconds we saw on Twitter mm-hmm. and then say full trailer online. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of that? But now it makes sense that you say that. Because they ain't going to pay the whole price. They're going to pay the whole fucking price. I'm going to pay for the 15 second slot and it's 250000 But the one minute is $16 million. Nah, yeah. Bet. Go check out YouTube link. Nah, yeah. <laughs> did you see Kanye's joint? No, I didn't. What did he say? It was like a little iPhone video where he was just like, I'm putting out shoes or some shit. Nah, yeah, I heard he made $19 million from that in one day, yeah. Sheesh. Or something like that. That Damn. shit was dope. The Yeezy pods or something like that. And uh, that's crazy. I don't know. Oh, is that his merch? Something like that he posted that. I thought he made 19 million. I don't know if it was from that or what it was, but it was dope. 
Speaking of Kanye West, we're not going to say too much on that, but mm-hmm. brand new album, Vultures One with Ty Dolla Sign. We got the new reaction up on Patreon. Yes, sir. Uh, amazing album. I think it was an amazing album, but I also also feel like it is an acquired taste. If you thought Yeezus was amazing, you remember how you felt when you said that around certain people? Yeah. No, nah, yeah. <laughs> I think the album was solid. See? I think the second half was stronger than the first. I think the first eight, like that first run was like a little, to me, it was a little subpar. I mean, like you had like Paid and like some other songs on there that were cool. Yeah. But until you got to Burn, and then you go from Burn to the, that second half, that's where shit really started to get like crazy. Donda was crazy from Jump. You know no what I'm Yeah. Because you get Jail and it's like, oh, okay, cool, it's Jay. But then you go straight into Off the Grid and you just, it was fire. It was. Um... This project was dope, though, man. I think Kanye was the worst part of his album in terms of, like, his his performance. But the production, he made up for it. I was about to say, as a, oh, I guess as a rapper, he was the worst. As rap- a rapper, rapper, yeah. Yeah. He he really just needs to... I don't know. Oh, yeah. We had so much fun doing the video for that, though. Definitely check that out on the Patreon. Shout out to The Realist 9. Y'all been tapping in with us since day one. 100%. And if you if you don't if you don't have the Patreon and you want to kind of get a splash of what that's like, we put the single on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as well, so you mm-hmm. can check that out. Single up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know what's one thing I was gonna say too about the Super Bowl being rigged? What? Travis Kelsey doing a post game interview. Why? His motherfucking ass wasn't even that big of a factor in that game. First of all, he wasn't a factor in the first half, but the second half he had 75, 78 yards or something like that. He ended up going he nine. A, he had a real big play. Nine for eighty nine or nine for ninety eight or something like that. He had a big play in the second half, but let's keep it 100, y'all. That boy Watson, 84, he's the one who was cooking in both halves. They got nah, Kelsey yeah. up there talking about, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. I guess you just up here because you with Taylor, but for real, for real, my parlay didn't hit. Did you see the uh, nigga? Uh, no, yeah. You ain't do the 70 plus? No, I did 99 thinking he would have a hot game. Idiot. I, hey, look, fellas, that's it. When a nigga real happy about his win... And your parlay didn't hit. Nah, you know it's funny because a hundred. It's a lot of people that pick Kelsey to be at least. A, I had an anytime touchdown for Ke- for Kelsey, and my shit didn't hit. I thought for sure he would get at least one touchdown. I don't think he was that big of a factor in the game. He had that one play in the second half, but for real, for real, him and Kittle were just. You see, Kittle was two receptions for four yards. Nah, yeah, it's I almost took that George sixty-five on his ass for the Chiefs. And then you got Fred. Fred Warner was locking Kelsey up. Man. He's one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. I knew Kelsey might not have the craziest game, but I thought he would at least get a goal line TD or something like that. Um, but, damn, what do we go to after that? Because uh, I said something and we went back to the Super Bowl being red. I know. Next thing we're going to talk about, stand on Super Bowl. Uh, no, 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 We were talking about Kanye. And then you went back to Super Bowl. Yeah, because I didn't want to talk about Kanye for that long. No, I forgot what but I wanted to stay on Super Bowl because we had to go back to the halftime show. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bet, yeah, Usher did do the, the halftime show. And let me tell you, he definitely, I would say, smoked it. I think Usher definitely did a great job at the halftime show. He did. Like, I don't think that's an easy show to do. I think it was, I'll say this about Usher. I think it was everything that I wanted him to do. He gave us a real, um, Small taste of what the residency is like. He brought the strippers. He brought out the skates. He performed all the hits. He didn't do everything he do at his residency because he only had 13 minutes. But it was dope. All the guests, I mm-hmm. thought it was dope. 
Now, do you have any criticism for him? Well, I'll ask you this. Since you said it was dope, I also felt like it was dope. There are certain things that I like. Uh, I like the song he started with, uh, Caught Up, right? Uh-huh. Like, we, were, we, were, we, had, we had a little bet in this joint on what they was going to start with. So, I, I like the way he started. I felt like the energy was there. Um, no homo shit. I like the fact, and the niggas going to whatever, try to clip this, but whatever. I like the fact that bruh was able to take his shirt off and actually look legit. I feel like that's who needs a Planet Fitness membership. Niggas don't realize that Usher is how old? Nah, yeah. Bruh he's looked great. He's in great shape. He, he always great. has been, though. Uh, that and I, the little joint. Oh, the joint that he did on when he was doing yeah. the. I was hoping that he was gonna do it. That's why I was like, hey, when he did it. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, I asked you this: Was it the greatest halftime show of all time? No, because I saw more than one person say that was that's my, my mom said it. Remember, I was I told A Train I was. Mom like, will say that every, every. That was the best ever. ever. I thought the Dr. Dre joint was better than his. I Dr. thought last Dre's year Rihanna was better. Was was better nah, than Nah, Rihanna's was so. Rihanna did not have no. Usher's was way better than Rihanna. You know why? Because Usher performance was better. Number one, shout out to Rihanna. She was pregnant. I don't agree, man. Usher's performance was way better. She did Rude Boy dubstep. Fuck out of here. You we don't want that. You keep saying that just because you didn't like it. Well, if Beyonce would have did some shit, Beyonce wouldn't you do can't, that. You can't, Terrell. You have a. Terrence, let's You can't just, judge this by what you like. If she didn't do good, then you can say that. But you saying she I'm did dubstep, and you don't like dubstep, I guess, so you trying to say that she did bad. I don't like that. It's, I didn't say that that Can was we the say reason. Beyonce did bad because she didn't dress like herself? She tried to dress like Michael Jackson? She did an ode to Michael right, Jackson. Right, right, right. So you see. You she see how it's subjective? She did that, but she you see also how that's did subjective? to the Black Panthers okay, on the Super Bowl stage. But do you see how Fuck that's subject subjective? I get what you're saying, but Terrence, I'm not making it seem like, no, she didn't do good because of Rude Boy. Let me finish. I'm saying... We have this argument all the time, and he always kills me. Her performance was not that great. She was pregnant, though. You know what I'm saying? So there's like an asterisk. I'm sure where the performance wasn't that great. It was fire. It wasn't better than Usher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That shit. Ooh, la, la. That, that shit. was way more fire. No, it wasn't. The start. I bitch, guess. better have my money starting last year was fire. Way more fire than caught up. I'm just gonna keep it a hundred. Rihanna's not a great performer. Okay, Terrell, go ahead and just say what you were saying about Usher. Let's just get past the Rihanna. She's not thing. a great performer, okay. bro. We talking okay. about Usher. He's okay, one yeah, of the greatest. Stay with Usher. Good. You right. I'm not gonna go back and forth. Usher put on skates. Usher had guests. It's tough to top that when you just out there yourself. You think Riri couldn't have had guests? I mean, you're giving him credit I do for think, guests? And I think a lot of people were criticism of Rihanna last year was that the Super Bowl stage is your stage. There's no budget. You can do whatever the fuck you want. So it's the biggest stage of, one of the biggest stages of the I year. I don't think she needed a guest. But I think it would have served her better if she had some support. A lot do of you think felt, Beyonce should have had a guest? No, but Beyonce wasn't pregnant when she did the Super Bowl. She could do a little bit more. And she had dancers and a bunch of shit. And she wasn't pregnant. And All she's right, fucking Beyonce. Let's stay on. Stop bringing Usher. up people that are the goats. No, I'm only bringing up the fact that you're saying Bri Brianna needed a guest. And I'm like, I don't know why. And the criticism that she had was that since she was pregnant and she couldn't do her full She should have had a whole nother artist. I felt like she, she did She should have had other people. You know, she should have did, you know. We can agree to disagree on that one. Let's stay on Usher. This nigga's annoying as shit. You the one that compared, you the one that brought up Rihanna. I didn't want to talk about her. Her performance was not of the, you think hers was one of the best of all time? 
I don't think best I of think, all time. I like I like her. Reason why I like Usher. Reason why I did like Usher is because Usher did his shit. He had all of this the the shit, and he brought out Luda, Alicia Keys, Lil John, Will I Am. I thought it was dope. I do think just some criticism. He deserved a stage. I didn't like that you just on the football field. We can see the damn Super Bowl logo under you. I think he deserved a stage. He came off like a little steps joint. I just think he deserved like a big stage. Um, there's that. Also, I wanted him to do certain songs that he didn't do. But, I mean. he didn't Like what? I wanted him to do DJ Got Us Falling In Love. I know niggas don't like that song, but. Because Baby Tonight, the DJ Got Us Falling Hell In Love no. again. I would have liked that. Hell no. Terrence, that's Are one you of, up here talking about that's Rihanna? One his, that's one of his biggest. Fuck out of here. Terrence, that's one of his biggest records. It's a pop record. Fuck out of here. You got the nerve to talk about Rihanna doing Rude Boy dubstep and you want that bullshit? That song that you talking about? I just don't see how you got an issue with a dubstep Rude Boy that played for 15 seconds and you want DJ play this song again. I wanted Love Us and Friends. I wanted DJ falling in love. I want DJ falling in love love again. I wanted Burn. I wanted wanted Love Us and Friends. You had Luda. We got a little bit of confessions. We got a little bit of confessions. I wanted... um, I wanted, uh, no limit. I, I wouldn't be I mad at a big ass Usher concert. I Terrence, would. you really got that song fucked up though that I just mentioned. DJ Fat Terrell, of all the songs, songs that you could have added, not that one. Come on. Fuck out of here for somebody talking about boy. a dubstep Rude Boy. I like, it wasn't Ru- that bad. I love Rude Boy. I don't like Rude Boy. Rude Boy, 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 Boy. All right, Terrell, let me say this. Why because are we you've doing been this? talking forever and I don't. Go ahead. Uh, let me say how I feel about that. Go ahead, even though you chirped all through my shit. Trying to back Rihanna, who wasn't even a top 10 performer of the Super Bowl. I never said she did. You saying that hers was bad nah, is news talk, to we me. Talk, we were talking. That's not, you keep, you, you keep trying to say we her Super Bowl performance was bad, We were talking about the of all time. It was not bad. You brought up Rihanna. I said I liked Rihanna better last year, and you be shooing Rihanna away like hers was bad or some shit. It wasn't good, Terrence. I don't. I'm not the only bro, one that been a that. Rihanna hater, and all of the Beyonce fans Man, this last is no year. No indictment on Rihanna. Terrell, all of the Beyonce fans last year was hating like shit for no reason. We have no reason to hate on her. You definitely do. We're not competing with she you. She is low key the biggest in the world. Low key. Biggest what? Woman. Okay, we're the greatest right. performer Fuck of all time. Here. And that's why you were mad because she got up there and performed we're the greatest and perfor- actually we did good. And y'all knew y'all girl's the greatest performer, so you was trying to be all fucking judgy. What the fuck? All I'm going to say is we couldn't even be as honest as Shit we wanted to. Shit is annoying. To. We couldn't be as honest as we wanted to because she was having a baby. Anyway, let me say this. I got criticism for Usher and his performance. Okay, now let's hear your criticism because you think Rihanna was so fucking perfect. Let's go. The skates weren't a good look. I told they train this motherfucker. Let me say this about Usher, and y'all gonna say it's hate. Usher really haven't done no dope moves on the skates. This is where the conversation stops. He's really stops. just known. This is where the conversation stops. He's really just known Terrence. for being cute and going in slow mo. I can do the leg over the over Terrence. the shoe too. The nigga. Hold up. I can do the leg over the shoe. I can do a spin. But let me tell you, Terrence, Usher you can't do what putting can do. on skates. And skating around the, the Super Bowl, I felt like I needed to see some. Come on, let me see some uh, some ATL. Let me see some some New York. Like it's so it's some skate moves. Otherwise, why put them on? And he almost bust his ass when he came under what's the name? I was getting ready. You to know say, how you almost fall on skates. You got to make that shit look cool. <laughs> Whoa. 
You almost fail, you shouldn't have them all. The I nigga should. did a fucking sliding split under Will I Am's leg. Do you, do you know how tall Will I Am is? I bet that nigga's like 5'9. Finally, so that means he had to get low as fuck, bro. You can't do what Usher can do. I've seen you skate. I'm, I'm just saying, we real. I was like X from Rollbox. No, I was riding like, around my, my neighborhood with skates. I knew moves. You're like Usher is known for being cute riding around the ring, Terrell, and that's it. I ain't never seen Usher do that joint where you. This is a random ass comment. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Look, that job. I used to do this shit. That's easy for Usher. Let's, you know what? I, let me put a little sidebar in this. Go ahead and say what you got to say, nigga. You're like the ATL Rashad and them crew. They wasn't doing nothing special for real. They was moving their arms a little bit, doing some class. I sure is that. He wasn't doing shit but riding around. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. He can't do too much because you really can't oh, risk Oh, so look. But that's, that's, that's a, that's a big, that was a big part of his performance. That was great, though. That was great. My girl loved the her, fact that he put on the he had skates. Her, I hope he puts the skates on. Her did the solo. Now, I love that. Black woman, Super Bowl stage, guitar solo. Now, that to me is something worth uh, noting, noting of uh, being black. Because I don't think we got too many black. Hold on, wait. Uh, he did do Burn. Because she did the solo from Burn. Am I tripping? I don't know. I remember. See, now you got me tripping because she did do a solo. You know the solo from the end of Burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I now think, I'm thinking, damn, was it a different one? Was it? I don't know. I got to rewatch. Either way, I loved her. I don't have she no criticism great. on that part. She killed it. Uh, my only other criticism for him was the Alicia Keys. My boo segment. Nah, yeah, we didn't need that. My guess was that he, he was going to open the show by saying, There's always that one. Oh, oh, always have your ooh. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was going to start with that. Boo, you can't just Is sing the song. You got to You always hear it, though. Nah, yeah, for sure. I always hear the element. I always start with Usher and then go. <laughs> But look, I didn't like that. And you did you see how they edited her uh, joint on YouTube? What you mean? You didn't hear the beginning of Alicia Keys? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I heard it. That's that, what, that, that was my criticism. The note. I feel like if you're not gonna let us get to the remember, girl, I was the one that gave your first kiss. Uh huh. If you're not gonna get there, don't do this shit. Nah, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys started. You know how you hold on. Wait, how do, see what's the first? Hold on, wait. How does it start? What's the note that she fucked up? That joint was so funny. We were just dying laughing at that. My oh. boo. Hold on, wait. Um, Terrence, how's it go? You about, to, you about to blow me because I need to figure out what that is. Alicia Keys hit this note, y'all, and it was... I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. It's the only way we know how to rock. Hold on, wait, hold on. What did she say? What did she do? What was her note? What was that note? That, I forget. I, I'm forgetting. Uh, it's the first note she sung. I'm thinking there's always that one. NFL seems to edit out off-key note. Let me see. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Let me see. That's what it was. Oh, it yeah. was the sum. That's the edited version. The real version? Nah, I heard it live. I definitely heard it live. That shit was insane. And this is my thing. I feel like Usher, I know you've been doing your Las Vegas Regency. Uh, hold on, T, I got the note right here if y'all want to hit a note. If y'all didn't hit a note, this is the note. Some people. <laughs> Some 
Oh. Alicia Keys be doing that though. I was gonna say that's why it's like, yo, this shouldn't have been a marquee part of your show, in my opinion, Usher. Uh -huh. Think about when he does. Why is she even performing that? Because that was such a big track, her and him. Some people want it all, but but I ain't got nothing. It's her. That ain't my boo. They could have started with my boo. They went from that to my boo. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because they need to say this is Alicia Keys, who also is famous for this song. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they do. No, yeah. But look. And everybody got to do a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like when he does his Las Vegas thing and he has the, the Kiki Palmer serenade section of the show, mm -hmm. he doesn't use my boo. He uses a different song. What song is that? Superstar. Nah, it's not Superstar. It's another one. You. It's the dun 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 My number one. There Goes My Baby is what he uses. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. I felt like... Yeah, why did we get that? Bring Taylor Swift up there while Travis Kelsey's in the locker room and, and do the serenade. I, I wanted him to do that. I feel like him doing the, the my boo thing, but you trying to do the serenade thing with Alicia, it made everybody feel like, whoa, brother, back off. Because she is a married woman. And I was going to say this. Do, you have a, do we have a problem with Usher grabbing up on Alicia Keys like that? I think I'm the, not going to say he was wrong. I think most men feel like, shit, if it was my lady, I don't give a fuck who it is up there. Nah, I mean, I think the internet has made it okay. And the internet has enabled Usher to continue to disrespect these um, marriages and relationships by just groping these women. And honestly, if you have an issue with it, then you're insecure. That's bullshit. Swiss Beats... Had to people saying, "Oh, we love an insecure man," because Swiss Beats came out and said, "I'm not doing the negative energy." That's my wife. She looked great. Shout oh, we out love to a her. secure man. Yeah, yeah. Sh shout out to her and Usher. So people are like, "Oh, he's so secure." Chess if Swiss. he would have, that's chess by Swiss. Mm -hmm. He, we know how we know how he looked. Feel. And you know, people say, "Y'all don't know." That's exactly what they said about us and Darius. Right. We knew exactly why he said you a mom. We didn't give a fuck that he said that. We semantic our way into, oh, my God. Y'all don't think we've seen enough this Usher situations to know how to react after him? You know what I'm saying? Now, Swiss is smart Swiss as shit. did the exact right thing because now he looks like the greatest guy. Mm -hmm. And now it's dead in the water. But we all, all men, and that's the thing. Women act like men don't think with each other and have the same thought process. They yeah. make it seem like we crazy type shit. So, ladies. But we all think the exact same way. Their comeback is going to be the fact that it's Usher. It's Usher. I mean, come on. I just feel like he should be able to put his dick on her ass, rub it around, and grab her and give her her neck kiss because, I mean, that's what comes with the Usher show. Well, then you take your ass to an Usher show. And, let's, and guess what? This is my thing. I don't think, and I feel like women, ladies, I'll say this. There is not a female equivalent to Usher. Somebody who's been on for 20 plus uh -huh. years. And don't dare say Janet. It's not Janet. It's not Janet's Janet was bringing, old ass. Janet was bringing random Sorry, men. Janet. Love you. Janet, no. And Janet in her prom when she was doing the baby, do your mind, strapping niggas to the fucking thing. You weren't born. They weren't bringing up. She was not bringing up people that Tiki are Palmer was not big. born. No, Mr. Thing, T. Hold up. I'm talking about the fact that Janet was doing it with random niggas. I know. Usher is specifically doing it with people that we know they spouse. Yeah. I'm saying there's no female equivalent to Usher 
who can even get the well that's this person reputation not even janet janet jackson is not performing those songs right now and bringing motherfuckers on stage and let me ask you this is it really gonna hit the same ladies janet you got why are you saying that like that terrence because right now we not, you okay. know what I'm saying? We're not talking about now, though. And that's why I'm that's saying... That's unfair for Janet. All I'm saying is unfair for Janet, but I'm not putting it against Janet. I'm just saying there is no female equivalent to Usher. That's why I feel like... I, I shouldn't say female equivalent. Sorry, y'all. There's no woman equivalent to Usher, who's a performer, who can put women in this position. So because they know that, you can say, if Meg Thee Stallion was twerking on my man, but guess what? It'll never happen. It's mm. just not going to happen. And you know it. So they'll say, I wouldn't care if it was. But, bro, I swear to you, if women were... They if go- there was a show where a girl was bringing men on stage in front of their girl or knowing that they have a girl at home and twerking on them or whatever, I feel like y'all wouldn't not say it was wrong. Y'all would understand how you don't want your man in that situation. That's the key. 100%. I think the I think I don't think Usher was I, wrong. Usher is just become just, a, he become a menace. It's become a part of his brand now. Yeah, you seen the thing in the beginning? It was like, oh, it might this might be a shirt off. He might do this. There might be some whatever, and he might mess up somebody's relationship or something like that. It said something yeah. like that in the beginning, like that little thing. I like that. I thought it was dope. Yeah, that's become Usher's brand. I think the internet enabled it. Benny's brand though. Don't leave your girl around me. Hundred percent. I get. But it. like, I mean, like as of recent, yeah. it's like. If I'm Usher, I also know that about. That's a cool card to have if you Usher. It is. You get to serenade people, wife, and it's just what this. you do. I don't think if Usher was a more respected artist, he would get the backlash he gets for the serenade. I just feel like. What you mean by that? And this maybe moves the conversation forward a little bit, but I don't think Usher is respected as the artist that he is. And I don't know if it has to do with awards. I don't know if it's because Usher isn't somebody that has like a bunch of Grammys, bunch of, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He has a bunch of great music, but I feel like people look at Usher serenading a girl like, nigga, you know? But I feel like, I'm going to just keep it a hundo. I feel like if it were somebody, like the only person for some reason I can think about is Michael Jackson for some reason. If Michael Jackson was like singing to women in his day and age, I don't think that you would have seen star like say like Michael Jackson is singing to Nicole Murphy in front of Eddie Murphy in some 90s. I don't think Eddie Murphy or even the world is going to say, wow, Eddie, you let Mike because this is Mike. Terrence, but it's the way I think Usher still sits in a and y'all not going to like me saying this. Usher still sits in a neo bracket where people think fuck this nigga i'm not about to let this nigga serenade my girl because would you let neo be feeling all over your girl no and go ahead and say that neo don't compare to usher he doesn't he doesn't but he he's a great but it's usher and i do think you doing usher a little bit of a disservice because i do think if it was michael jackson if it was any any legacy or somebody we can name from today that could serenade a woman other than usher uh, Chris Brown does it all the time. He bring girls. On, he been bringing girls on stage doing the uh the under the influence, giving them lap dances and shit. 
I think somebody Breezy. like a, I think somebody like a Brent Fiez could bring a girl on stage. And maybe not. This is where Usher goes wrong, Terrence. And this is where I think if it's anybody, it don't matter what generation, it don't matter if it's Michael Jackson or anybody. If it was Michael Jackson and then Nicole Murphy, and he's filling up on Nicole, putting his dick on her ass, grabbing her behind the back, hugging her. Yo, Usher her is up. a fucking manage. <laughs> he is, bro. I'm telling you. That's why I said, but the internet enabled the behavior. So now he's in the perfect position because like Swiss Beats had to do, it don't matter if Swiss liked that shit or not. Yeah. We know how he really felt. We know how you felt, Swiss. But he had to come out and say, yo, it's chill. I'm not on that negative energy. Ladies, you know do y'all not understand? Like, that real question. They I don't. want y'all to put y'all in the comments. They don't. Ladies, I want you to put this in the comments. Do y'all not understand the simple fact that we just don't want to see your ass rubbing on another man? We don't give a fuck if he got a good hit. I don't give a fuck if he made lovers and friends or caught up. You about to get caught up, all right? You. They gonna call he going to go and do his right, res, uh, whatever. Residency. They're going to call Look, you. Residency. But that's the thing. If you have that take, I guarantee there's going to be people in the comments calling you insecure. I'll ask you this. There's going to be people saying you insecure. Ladies. For how you think. I am 100% insecure with my woman having Usher put, her, put his dick all on her ass. I don't give a fuck if it's Usher and I should let what well, I should just let it slide, right? So when Meg the Stallion come, we've done this before, and shake clappers in my face, and I'm doing this with them, I'm going crazy. I'm doing a whole bunch. I better not hear shit from A Train, right? I shouldn't hear shit from my girl that I was enjoying it too much because I mean it's Meg the Stallion. I just put her ass in my face. <laughs> What's the issue? It's Meg the Stallion. She's known for shaking ass. So what it had birthday cake icing on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that sounds like a little fantasy. <laughs> no, you ever seen the, the birthday cake picture where there's like a birthday ass and it's the dude with the birthday cake oh, yeah, yeah. shit all of his face? <laughs> I'm just saying, that's how foolish it looks. It's like y'all want us to give y'all a pass to let a celebrity nigga I'm just telling you. you. I'm going to tell you they're going to call you insecure. I don't give a fuck. Insecure. Yep. Yes, I am. Mark me down. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Because guess who's insecure as fuck? Y'all. Oh, I feel like I don't like a man that's following a bunch of bitches. Oh, but you want to be able to dance with Usher. Fuck out of here. Nah, no bullshit. Y'all be the no most bullshit. insecure motherfuckers for the littlest shit. Your, mother, your man can't even go to the store. Mm -hmm, was there? Mm -hmm, must have been a bitch there. Damn. <laughs> but she online. So but she on, on the Twitter thread talking about insecure. It's giving insecure. <laughs> My man can't even go get a do-rag. Nah, no bullshit. Hey, fellas, go in that beauty supply store. You will see some ladies on that off day. I'm look. about to say, they trying to get there. Look, they going to look at you like this. Uh-huh. What? If you could bag something crazy in a beauty supply store, bonnet with the bonnet. I tell you, light, I tell you who she going to be. braids. I tell you who she going to be. If you're going to bag somebody in a beauty supply store, she ain't going to be shopping. She going to work there. She going to work there. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. She got a long ass nails. This all you wanted? Uh-huh. Let, let me get a comment. I think I was looking for something else. You haven't told us her yet. How much for the Andy's T outline back? Well, what else was you looking for? <laughs> Y'all got mirrors in it. You still trying to think about how to tell us? Y'all got chapstick right here. You getting the it, look? Remember back in COVID when you was getting the fake Gucci mask? <laughs> I'm gonna put this back. Let me. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> the beauties and blouse don't have all types of fake ass designer stuff. That Fendi. You, <laughs> you can get anything you want to be. That you know they don't make. Yeah. They make you look at niggas funny when they got them hats on somewhere. Nah, yeah, for sure. Hey, let me tell you something. 
the beauty supply store be having them Mia Copa hats and some of the uh some of these little drinks you can get, the Yeezy slides, the foam runners, the beauty supply store be having them drinks for thirty dollars. Yeah, you wouldn't buy it if a black if it was a black beauty supply store. You said it was cheap bullshit knockoff. That's not true. That is true. That's not true because you know why? We're going there and be spending our money up That's in That's not a- true because you know why? Because I love us for real. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I love that. All right, look. Uh, damn. What was we just talking about? The biggest news of Super Bowl night came when I think around the fourth quarter, yeah, seven or six or whatever minutes left, we get a random Verizon commercial. And who pops on the screen other than the greatest performer of all time, Beyonce, Giselle, Nose, Carter? And we said, and I remember I was having a conversation with Ma, or maybe it was you, and I'm looking at the TV past you, and I'm like, is that fucking Beyonce in a commercial? Because I follow B-Legion. Shout out to B-Legion. Shout out to Beyonce Update. Shout out to uh, Renaissance Tape Dates or whatever the fuck it mm-hmm. was. Nobody the said updates, Nobody that. knew she was about to do this joint. So the commercial is about her saying, Terrell, we can, saw it. Let's hold get away. to the shit. Some people didn't. They did. Beyonce is dropping didn't. an album. The, the commercial is about her breaking the internet. And she's saying, oh, well, what if I started doing Twitch? What if I went to space and did a concert? What if I did this? What if I did that? And at the end of the, the commercial, and this is why she's a marketing genius, at the end of the commercial, she's like, okay, whatever, put out the music. And lie to you not, all of the Beyonce fans around the world was like, ha don't play though. Why is she playing like that? And then, all of a sudden, we know we getting, we, we find out we getting the album, we got two singles that drop. To me, she's a marketing genius. Beyonce is coming on March the 29th. Mark your calendars. Is she a marketing genius for saying drop the music and then we all got music? Is that the first time anybody ever done that? Beyonce invented breaking the internet. Okay, so you like. Know that. It just, just, just in case y'all forgot, forgot who the reason why album, y'all putting y'all albums out on Friday is because of me. You think Tuesday Beyonce was, was the first person to me. drop a surprise album? Beyonce changed the, the, the algorithm. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't the first person to surprise drop an album. That's not true. It doesn't matter if, if fucking shot. I'm just correcting what you did. said. Beyonce broke, bre- invented breaking the internet. I'm sure she did. But I don't think it's she's not, a marketing genius for doing the same move again. Terrence, it's not Do the you same call move Jordan again. A, uh, oh my it's God, not the same move again. I'm at the Super Bowl. It's the same exact move. This people don't Dro- it's a surprise drop, but it's almost like a, just a release. What's the difference between her saying this and Taylor Swift going up on a... Did you call Taylor Swift a marketing genius for getting on the Grammy stage and, or announcing her album? I did. She you is did. a marketing genius. Taylor Swift is the marketing genius, believe it or not. Her squad is incomparable. No bullshit. I got 330, 330 M's up on the NFL. Beyonce, check that. First of all. Now check that. That's her OG. This is legit like a nigga. Beyonce, you never did no shit like this with the NFL. Your hubby just got an employee number. That's it. Your album is coming out April something on a Friday, right? Yeah. Why do you think you dropping on Friday? Because of me. Who taught you about this rollout shit? You watch me coming up. I watched your little. The, the I watched your thirty song album do a measly hundred thousand. Who? Not me. Cause at forty, I'm still. Come on, Terrell, let's one. continue forward. Because what are you getting ready to drop? And the Swifties? Cause you're getting ready to come battle. Swifties? Uh, you you getting ready to come battle Donkey Kong at Donkey Kong World? You stepping over to territory you're not ready for. What are you talking about? Are you talking about her? The fact that she's doing country. Yeah. I did want to say this first. You making me fuck up. See, you making me fuck up what I was going to say. Now I forgot. Get to the shit. 
This not supposed to be a long you topic. Beyonce dropping a country album. We're excited. We should be moving on. You made me forget what I was trying to say about the... Uh, the she said, take care oh. of the black Here's the thing, team. Uh, did you see Beyonce at the Grammys? Yeah. She had in that like, white like coat with a big cowboy hat. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, I guess she in her like... I was fucking with it. I guess, yeah, it was yeah. cool. But everybody that was... All of the people, if you look at the... If you were in any Beyonce circles, they knew she was coming with some shit like this. But me, I'm kind of like in, but I'd be kind of double dutch with it. I'd be kind of out. So I'm like, I guess she in her little Texas area. I said she got her cowboy shit on. Yeah. Super Bowl come. This happened. Texas hold them. I'm like, oh, bet. So she really bout this country Sexy shit. Sexy motherfucker. That's my shit. Fire. Um, but big shout out to Beyonce. She's trying to, uh, basically, she's reclaiming all genres that were started by black folks. If you didn't know, we started dance and we started country and rock. Do your do the do the history. Who said that? Whose famous line is that? Just do the history. Do the history and you'll see. So she's trying to reclaim genres. I so think she's doing she's trying to a put full, her foot in, you know. Reclaim is a is a big word. Can't reclaim a genre. Well, she's basically trying to tap into the genres that we I like originated. that. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. we are definitely not, you know, going crazy over there. It's a few of us, but somebody said, get ready to see prime racism. Now that Beyonce's doing a uh, 100%. country album, I think get ready to see prime delusion from her fan base. What you mean? What do I mean? Beyonce just dropped two songs, y'all. How much have y'all heard about the songs from Terrell? I didn't get to the songs yet. You didn't get to the songs yet. No, I, I, I didn't get to the songs on the podcast yet. Uh, uh, uh. I heard Texas wait, wait, Hold'em wait, and 16 wait. Carriages. Because I'm getting on you the same way I got on A-Train. Because you act like Beyonce fans, but you're really not. Fuck out Jason Aldean, Luke Combs, uh, let me Chris Stapleton. Watch out. You peep out he haven't talked about Texas Hold'em on 16 Carriages. Why? I didn't get to yet. You didn't. You're making me... See, this is the annoying shit he does. He's rushing me through this whole shit. So I'm like, let me not For go real, into she a She dropped big two fucking... singles. This isn't a big topic. Ter- you're running your mouth. You're black ass... Is rushing me through it. Terrell. So I said, I ain't about you to go into talking, detail You've been about talking the this tracks. whole fucking time and haven't said shit about them two tracks. And you want to know why, y'all? Because most Beyonce fans aren't saying much about the two tracks. Just about how they have her... Just about how Beyonce has their undying support. And, oh, she doing country? Oh, well, I'm doing... I guess I'm listening to country. But guess what? Uh, we haven't seen y'all sharing them tracks. Let me keep it 100. I'll keep it 100%, 1,000%. I want to see that. I'll keep it 1,000%. Country is probably my least favorite genre of all of the genres of music you can think of. I can deal, I grew up playing rock band and watching kids movies. So I grew up with Smash Mouth. I grew up, I grew up with some rock. You know what I'm saying? And then when we started playing rock band, I got a lot more of it. You know what I'm saying? Lincoln Park, System of a Down, fucking Mastodon, Metallica, all these fucking bands. Cool. I can tolerate rock. The only genre that I really struggle with is country. I love Daddy Lessons from fucking Lemonade. Love that song. But I'm not the biggest country fan, so I'm not going to act like I'm super excited. I would love for Beyonce to tap back into her me, myself, and I bag. You know what I'm saying? But... This Beyonce is dropping a country out. When you understand her purpose, then you understand that what we get, you understand this process. It's, a, it's, it's purpose. 
It's not us What's the purpose? What she, she's on her renaissance shit. This is renaissance act two. Renaissance means a changing. A rena, rena, rena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's trying to now do the thing with country. And the next one they said is going to be probably like rock. Am I fucked up for, for not really wanting it? No, you're yeah, not. I'm not Beehive. You're not. Like how y'all are, but I love Beyonce. And I just want another. Can I get another? Oh, killing me softly. Can I get that? Can I get another? You know what I'm saying? I Can we get another it. drunken love? Can we get another? Like, she was hitting. We just had to do the. We had to do your. your we had, had to, to do the Black History tracks that you did. We had to do the Africa tracks. Feel me? The Lion King soundtrack. That Lion you did. King. We did the Black History before that. Which Come was on, ladies, now let's get information. Black, Black history track is formation. Or oh, you know she was doing her. She was on top of the cop car. Come on. Come on, B. That ain't you. He's such a hater. And you're I'm such a hater. And that all I'm underwater. Is, all I'm saying is, I feel like, can we have fun? I feel like B and y'all tell me. I feel like Beyonce been kind of political in some of the shit that she been doing. You got the, been I feel like the Lemonade was kind of political. How? Lemonade like, is called lemonade because life hate gave her crazy lemons. And so this is God. the lemonade she made with. She I talked about it. her husband breaking up with her. Right, right, right. Motherhood. But you see, that's a lot. Oh, okay. So not just Where's the music? politics? We all knew, hold up. We all knew when she was talking about Becky with the good hair. We knew she was going at Jay. I hate this combo. So look, all I'm going to say is this. She went from that. So then we got the Africa, I mean the the, the Africa African Lion King joint. She did a tribute. Lion King soundtrack. Right, it was African tribute though. No offense. She got to African y'all. artists, T. Y. Savage, a bunch of them. Right, there was that. Then she just did a dance album. Now she's doing country. The dance album was an ode to her uncle. It was an so ode. It was very That's LGBTQ appropriate, and I appreciate it. But this is now an ode. To country. What is the politics in country? I'm not saying it's political. I'm just you saying. You said it was political. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do. The you like to say shit I and say you I didn't said, say okay, shit. my bad. I did. But I meant more so not that the music is political. The move. Okay. Like, oh. What was A-Train telling me? Oh, she's getting ready to take over country. Does she need to? Like, she y'all don't even give a fuck. Look at Terrell saying. She can. Country is my least. Favorite genre. And now you're trying to act excited that Beyonce's doing country? It's okay for y'all to say, damn, y'all, I wish she would have did something else. But you see, unlike some fan bases, we don't only like her for what she produces. We love her for anything she's going to do. We love her as a person. And she just happens to be the greatest performer of all time. So we already know she getting ready to go crazy with it. Man, I love QT. I love him as a person. I love all the stuff he does. Even me am not that excited for Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, the movie critic. I got to see that trailer. But right now, him announcing it, I am not excited. You're an annoying fan. You the fan when... You're like the fan that says, I want the old disartist. Or you want the old Jay. You want the old Drake. You want the old No, Terrell. I am an OG fan. And you know what that is? Annoying. No, a fan of your art and not you as a person. A fan of what you produce and not who you are. There's people who don't give a fuck that you have a kid, Terrell. There's people who don't give a fuck that you are engaged and have a twin. There's people who don't give a fuck that you like the Broncos and record vlogs. Fuck this nigga. I only give a fuck that he's going to react to this Drake album because I like the way he do it. That's a real fan. A fan is not supposed to support you as a friend. I mean, as a person. That's more than a fan. 
actually. A fan is somebody who's a fan of what you do. Uh, somebody can be a fan of you as a person. Yes. Uh, or That's or, the difference, though. Or you as a human being. But I feel like that's not necessarily a fan. More than I feel like that's like a supporter. Can you really call a fan somebody who's just a... Like, I don't look at somebody who likes me as a person or fucks with just me as a person that could do anything. That's why we have the realest nine, because I feel like y'all not fans. Y'all are like, yo, this is uh, this real support. There's people that are fans of you. So if you started to do country music reviews... They would probably fuck with it. They would say, I don't even know about this shit, but I fuck with Terrence. Yeah. Those are people that are fans of you. But, people that say, man, y'all need to hurry up and fucking drop this on YouTube. They are a fan of what you do, but they're yeah. not a fan of you enough to go and pay for it. And that's completely fine. But that person who says they're a fan of me, they're completely fine in saying, you know what? I'm not really excited for country. I'm not really excited for country, so but since we. I love them, I'm going to say fuck. I'm going to fuck with it. Terrell, you y'all said that. Saying, Did I not say that? No. See, and this is what I'm saying. Get ready for this, y'all. Because y'all are not going into it like that. Y'all are going to fuck with anything that Beyonce does. Y'all going to say anything she does is great. Because y'all don't her. let there be any critique on Beyonce. Y'all talking about her like she's one of these artists out here that be some tiny. Man, you doing, you you shooting from half court to Beyonce, do a country music album. Beyonce can do it. She's done country elements already. You know what, B? She's done it already. She's you not shooting what? from half court at all. You know what, B? Because I know she watching this. This is like... Uh, I believe that Beyonce's talent can 100% produce a, a, a solid country album. But I'm not afraid to say that I would wish she, she would stick to what I know she's good at. Y'all are afraid to because you think that somebody's going to whoop y'all ass or something. What's brother used to play for the Bucks? Robin Lopez. Okay, yeah. You see how this nigga just mastered the three-pointer randomly in his career? And started being better, yeah? This is what Beyonce about to do with country. I've already kind of done it. Yeah. But now that I'm about to do it for real... Y'all need to watch out, not because, oh, it's this genre, because I'm in it. And I'm if done. I get in it, I'm going to do that shit crazy. Go listen to 16 Carriages, bro. Oh, go listen to Texas Hold'em, and then you'll be listening for the same amount of times that Terrell has listened. I listen to Texas Hold'em. I don't like Texas Hold'em as much as I like 16 Carriages because I'm a Beyonce singer fan, and I don't like country. And guess who I and watched? No guess who on. I watched Hate Until They Train the same thing. Guess who I watched Hate on Break My Soul? When it first dropped, all you Beyonce fans. And it was the best song on Renaissance. It was not. Terrence, let's go on to... Uh, this fucking Terrence guy's fucking unbearable. You better get a bunch of the hives. <laughs> Come man. on, man. They gonna flood A-Train's comments. A-Train is hive. A-Train's gonna be right with y'all. I know, he's fucking How tripping. How can you date a man? <laughs> How can you... Look, all y'all beehive people. How many times y'all heard Texas hold him in 16 carriages? You are faking like shit. Don't listen to I, I look, I like it. Look at y'all trying to listen to it. Ah, y'all about to have to fake like y'all like this shit. That's the funny thing. It's okay if you don't like country, but y'all about to have to say, you know what? I'm supporting Beyonce. Whatever she do, she's the greatest of all time. I don't give a fuck. This is good. This is good. <laughs> you got an Oscar proud snap, boy. Okay, boy. And who are you dressed like? You dressed like his brother like shit. What was his name? Jerome. What was his name? Ow, you like shit, Uncle, boy. uh, what's his name? Damn, we, his re name. we really falling You off. look like the one with the crazy laugh that was with Sugar Mama. What was his name? Felix? Uncle Felix, or whatever. Uncle Felix was spy kids, you bitch ass. Oh, man. you know what? We talked about this. Let's go. One gotta go. Proud family or that's so raven? 
Proud Family is out of there. That's So Raven is the greatest Disney show of all time. Kyla That's Pratt so Raven shot is from... Kyla Pratt went on a Steph Curry Warriors run with no, no, Proud no, no, no. Family. And Proud Family is Ray Allen. Very good three-point shooter. But guess what? Not Steph. Terrell, Raven is Steph. That's So Raven never had a movie. They couldn't get it. They didn't do a movie. The Proud oh, Family okay. movie I'm is sorry. classic. They just had a, another successful show in Corey and in the House. Arguably, they did have a movie with Cheetah Girls. Exactly. Why the fuck did we watch that? Because we knew Raven was going to be in it before we knew it was a Cheetah Girls. And then they did Cheetah Girls too. Fuck out of here. But I'll tell you this, though. Proud Family was a better show. Nah. Family. Side characters in Proud Family were better than the side characters in That's So Raven. Eddie was annoying. The white girl Eddie was Eddie was great. The white girl was dope. Raven's father was hilarious. And then Corey was just great. That's because you was Corey's age. But Corey was annoying as shit if you go back and watch. Chance, what was great about the Proud Family outside Are you of kidding me? Dijanae was ghetto as shit. That's what separates the two shows. You could watch Proud Family these days. It's, it ain't easy watching nah, Terrence, That's So Raven with... The, First off, Raven Bax is hilarious. I'm telling you, bro, the premise of the show, the fact that she can see the future and like have them visions and then be like, oh shit, this is about to happen. Watching Raven Baxter play is like watching them old Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan joints where you realize, damn, this nigga was low-key the only good okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> he was the only good one. Chance, no. Raven outshines her supporting cast by miles. Because bro. she was that good. She, she was, was that good. I think Proud Family, that ensemble cast, Sugar Mama was fun. Oscar was fun. Even his, even her mom was was the discipline. But you got BB and Cece, La Cienega, Sticky, the the gross sisters. It was a lot of fun. Proud Family and they movie was great. And they got a new show coming back this year. Where's that? That's a Raven show. Is she supposed to be? Terrence, they doing a whole bunch of. We, they did you see what they doing this year? Proud Family. Uh huh. Sticky like white girls, y'all. Uh-uh, get him out of here. <laughs> what the fuck type home tech black chick wrote this <laughs> yeah. shit? No, yeah. Why are we doing that. this? Why are we, why are we, why are we talking about this on Proud Family for kids? Nah, yeah. Yo, let me just say this. Kyla Pratt is one of those people that I would see, I could be with my wife and son, and I have to go up and say, hey, look. I grew up on all of your yeah. shit that you watch. Uh -huh, she is yeah, a legend in my eyes. Do you remember when she did that cameo in Insecure and how black people received that? Yeah, we just we loved her. She, we just love her. You remember? The, uh, I saw. Did you see old dog drink that I sent you when he was doing all the uh, the drinks? One on one. When you it all by yourself. We really grew up in a golden age of black television, and I mean thirty minute slots. Sister, sister. Living Single, Fresh Prince, Martin, um, One on One, even up to like the girlfriend's days to the the game. People love the game with Derwin and fucking. We had great TV. The Parkers, the Steve Harvey show. Yes. Cedric had a show at one point. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, bro, we grew up in a golden age. You know what I was thinking about too? Random, random shit. If Rashad's group, the ones, had a battle with uh, Bow Wow's group from Roll. They would get smoked. Bow Wow and them are smoking their fucking boots. Terrell, that's a stupid ass argument because people were saying that the ones might snatch it Fuck off. No. Swag. They were swaggy. Fuck no. These niggas could really skate. Think about it. They the had to beat the Sweetwater Rollers and them niggas could really skate. Now, you know what we really need? And we would have never got it. What we really needed was the black movie crossover where. Oh, nah, yeah. 
for some reason, this nigga Rashad needed to move to ATL with his brother, and you just do the sequel with Rash. You got Bow Wow, you got Ti, you got uh, the, the bad thing, Diana is- Ross, son. <laughs> ATL was in 2006. The uh, road bounce was set in like the oh yeah, like the, the 80s. 80s. Yeah, so you couldn't do it. You couldn't see. That's the shit that that we go through with blacks. Just put the Proud Family and Nessa Raven uh-huh. together on one show. Have Penny come to life. We'll watch it. People wanted to do what they want to mix. They wanted Power to mix with. Uh, nah, that was it. Snowfall. Power and Snowfall mixing. Even though nah. Can you imagine? Snowfall, Frank, can Snowfall you imagine Franklin say saying got a new connect trying to go do Venice. Old cat from up New York. He retired, but he's getting back in the game. Getting the fucking car. Then he ride up. Then you see Jamie say, what's going on, young nigga? Let me tell you something, motherfucker. Oh, no. You know what? Frank would have been older than Jamie back then because his shit was set in the 70s. They would have had a young They would have had a young Jamie. A young, young Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Why do we want this shit? <laughs> I would love that shit. <laughs> I'm thinking about him looking at that nigga. And I'm like, you know who you looking at? <laughs> we watch season one That's how five. you feel. That's how you feel. When Annalise Keating, uh, when you watch How to Get Away with Murder, and all of a sudden they said, I'm bringing in a new chick. She's supposed to be helping me out. Hold up. And Olivia Pope walked in Man, on the phone. Man, that's what we need. Do y'all know the long Shonda range? Shonda had us in a chokehold. Bro, that's what, I'm ta- that's what I'm talking about. We don't get to go. And I'm not going to say we don't get to. Like, we don't get the privilege. But we haven't yet seen, yes, we have, but we haven't yet seen two shows do that. And you know what? Fuck that. We're going to give her the credit. Shonda Rhimes did it. Shonda Rhimes did it. Shonda Rhimes gave us them two and put them together. But like, yo, that is the sweet, sweet magic of filmmaking right Hold there. Hold on, wait, T. Didn't Jimmy Neutron? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I was just about to say that. When Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner both switched. Nah, yeah, that shit was dope. Timmy went to his world, and then Jimmy went to, bro. We were some kids, but we were When was you was a kid, in. that shit was insane. Don't forget wrestling, though. Like, wrestling. Remember you used to watch thir- you Smackdown, Smackdown on Thursday, and then Monday was Raw? Monday Night Raw. It's still the same way. And then, like, they yeah, like, like, I forget the girl, uh, literally the baddest wrestler out right now. Looks insane. Oh, bro, the female wrestlers look insane. Nah, Did you yeah, see that? Remember the tweet they, that was like, we ain't grow up with this? Nah, yeah. But the baddest she joint. Agent. She a free agent, right? She a free agent. And they said she one of the biggest free, free agents of all time. And I think that's dope, man. Me and Trey used to love that. They used to be like, I don't even know what it was called. I feel like it was called the draft. But remember? Uh-huh. They'd be like, John Cena is going to Raw. We'd be like, what? what? Yeah. And even you know- John Cena might be there like. And that shit was so dope back in the day. Because, look, you knew who was already over there. Let's say fucking Kane and Undertaker are the biggest stars over there. And then, like, that Monday night where you see John Cena walk in the building for the first time, he walked with the Undertaker. No, Terrell, look. man. And then wrestling was was strategic as shit. They would know that your rivals or some shit or somebody you don't fuck with was was, Uh was raw. So they'd be like, Ed Hardy stays here, but Jeff Hardy's going to raw. Next week, they beat his (laughs) ass on raw. (laughs) Oh nah, my God. Nothing compares to when they blew Vince McMahon up in the limo and we thought he really <laughs> died. Do you remember that? Yeah. The shit just goes off. We thought Undertaker was really dead. A lot of people don't know. They put Undertaker in that casket and he was gone for months. Yeah. I thought Maybe he was a year. legit dead. Maybe years he was gone. When he came back. Y'all don't remember keep rolling, rolling, rolling. That I'm was Highland. That's the original Undertaker and with the bandana. The, and he was the best wrestler. He was the best. He was a way better on the game wrestler when he came out with the motorcycle. Uh-huh. When he became the dead man, he kept doing dead man shit. It was slow, get, yes. yes. 
This nigga sitting up slow as shit. Just get up slow as fuck. <laughs> get up, nigga. <laughs> Look, you know how wrestling nigga pick you up and you wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm getting my ass up. I got Undertaker. Hey, I did want to talk about that last uh, joint last that you was talking about. Here. I'm gonna send you this one so that you have it. Nigga, look at the look at the whole the whole north, right? We ain't got no culture no more. Cause these little niggas is sucking dick everywhere else. It's niggas out here calling Air Forces G Fazos. Nigga, you ain't never been to Chicago. You ain't never left your little circumference nice. that you live in. Nice. Why, nigga, these is Air Forces. Nigga, these nice. is uptown. Nigga, relax. Right. Right. We not from Chicago. We not from Atlanta. We not from Detroit, nigga. Right. We from the East Coast. Right. 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 Like, I feel like if a nigga making that type of music, he need to be from his region. Right, right. Like, a nigga making that type of shit need to be from Chicago. Right, right. Or a nigga need to be from Atlanta, right. from Florida. Like, right. don't be a Jersey, New York nigga. Sound like you. Snap, man. crackle, and popping, nigga. Right, that ain't right. what, that's not where we come from. Right, nigga, right. we come from champion hoodies right. and fatigue jackets, <laughs> nigga. All right, back. So, Terrence brought that up, and I think we had opposing points of view. Yeah, the main thing Boy. we really wanted to uh, speak on. Damn, I always break the little part of your pen. That I flips. actually broke that, and you will see it. Come on, you fuck. My bad. Sorry. You ain't pinning that motherfucker to a shirt. Terrell, yes, I am pinning this to this. I pin it to this pad like this here. And now it ain't going to pin. You like the motherfucker you let borrow. Dude. Remember you used to let a motherfucker borrow your pen? You see them over there like this? Biting on it. <laughs> You can keep it. Nah, yeah. And you never ask it. for one again. No bullshit. Remember the paper mate joint? If you bite that joint at the bottom, you'll fuck around and that joint will fuck around and break. Fuck up somebody's whole pen. Uh-huh. They ask for you next week? Nah, I ain't got it. And you know what? I went to the uh the DMV the other day. And they had the the pad. There's a wall right here. The pad's right here. So if you need to write this way, you really can't. It's perfect for right-hand motherfuckers. Oh, okay. I told you, I said, this is some bullshit right here. Yeah, because I'm a left. I can't even, and they want you to do, I was getting a new ID. They want you to do your signature that's going to be on the bottom of your ID. Y'all need to have a more ambidextrous setup. And I don't know if the people at the DMV be pissed off. All right, let's get back to the whistling. How about to say? Anyway, we had opposing points of view. Bruh said, Terrell, well, this is the point, the part that I really wanted to talk about is the fact that he said, you can't be from ATL, you know, and be out here, you know, making music like a Cali dude. Or you can't be from L.A. and you out here making music like you from Jersey or you from New York. He mm. feels like you should come from the area of music that you make. Now, you know, I see some truth in what he's saying. And Terrell felt like that's the exact reason why we're not able to expand as artists. I think... He has truth in saying you do look kind of funny when you are when you have this ATL sound versus you know what I'm saying and you're not from ATL because mm. it all looks like a, a act or a play. And you know in hip hop, you probably are telling people that you're authentic. You're telling people you this way and I'm this, I'm about this. But you're not even from Atlanta but sound like Atlanta. What make you different from Shorty that was Korean? But said she was making cornbread, mm -hmm. and she was from... That's different, Terrence. I, 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 she was from Thailand, but she grew up in Georgia. What's the difference? The What's di really the difference between you acting like you from ATL, you really from... Jo you really... You really... You really... That's in Georgia. There's you no really remain. There's no racial element to... Those two are different. Those two and are different okay. racially, but also, it really ain't that much different I besides do, race. I, 
that's a big asterisk. But I do get what you're saying about because even up here, like when niggas started saying you capping in the DMV, as specifically Maryland PGDC, it was not received well to start. Yeah. We would say, oh, you welling. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like something else. Niggas was not saying you we capping. Definitely say when, you welling. when niggas started saying cap, that's cap. Everybody was like, oh, okay, so y'all on that shit. Or niggas saying no kizzy. No cap. When no cap came through the DMV, yeah. But we've seen receiver. other things come through. Like, what was another joint that came through? Uh, well, some stuff is just received well and some stuff isn't. But I think stuff like that is different because it's just like, you know, how we talk. But well, what's, what, your, what's your opinion on the artist? Like what I said. I said I feel like you shouldn't be from ATL and have, I mean, from ATL and have an L.A. sound. I do feel like, I think, mm, you know... I, I can see where the ATL guy has an issue with you as an artist when you, you're not from there, but you sound like our people. 100%. I, I just also think that people, as opposed to, people love to hate on people like, uh, let's, let's, let me, I guess I'll just use Drake just for the, Christ. The, lack, the lack of anybody else. But people hate on Drake for hopping in so many different styles of rap. He'll rap like a UK nigga, or he's rapping like, uh, Niggas in Atlanta. Then he's rapping like a oh, he's on the, and Tupac. Andre he, 3000. Where's Erica Badu? You done? Anyway. Oh, he's rapping like uh he's he getting with baby and now he's rapping like baby. Like he start he just basically he's like a chameleon. But I honestly think that work that'll work well for you in 2024 versus trying to stick to the sound of your city. I watch DC niggas and Maryland niggas rap the exact same way. That works out here, but it doesn't necessarily transcend the nation. Right now, what we see is picking up. That uh that that V's um Detroit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like rapping, but I'm rapping sound. Where it's just I'm just talking on the track. It sounds like a nigga forced you in the booth. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. People like that because it's different. It's like a, the new thing. It sounds like a nigga. I always tell Trey, it sounds like somebody listing something the way that they rap. It's like they're reading. It's like, like the reading. It's like reading. But shout out to V's because he doesn't just do it like that. He just sound like the niggas just always just woke up. Um, but people are, are picking up on that trend and people are not. I don't think you should fully adopt a nigga's shit like, like he's saying. But at the same time, I do think you got to have a little bit more of a national appeal if you want your shit to work or you just got to make what you do take off. Like Big X the plug, <clears throat> him rapping like that, that. When I heard that Texas joint, as soon as it started, down, 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 you know what I'm, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? When that joint came on, I was like, damn, this shit different. Then the way he rapped, it's his city, but the shit works. I just think you need to know when to switch it up a little bit. Because sometimes your shit may not be popping. You need to add elements from some of the other places. Not stealing, but as inspo. That I definitely get because you definitely probably are putting yourself in a box to only make music like from your city. I definitely understand the aspect of like you need to kind of jump out of the box a little bit and maybe do something different because otherwise you might not ever make it out of your little region that you're in. Um, we all know about risk and taking them. I think you got to understand that with taking that risk, there's going to come challenges from people who might have taken that same risk in a different way. Like... My thing is, a nigga that came from Atlanta, feeling like you got this Atlanta sound coming from Texas, he kind of feel like you stepping on my path in a way. You know what I'm saying? I'm from mm -hmm. out here. We doing this. Can you imagine seeing 
a bunch of people jumping at this dude, big big X the plug, and he wasn't from Texas. Motherfucker got a song called Texas, so and so Texas. That would be I mean, crazy. that would be that would be crazy. I'm just saying, you know, where bros coming from in that video, I get what he mean. Where it's like you got certain New York or East Coast rappers saying, mm-hmm. "Yo, these are G Fazos." Whoa, hold up! Nah, you yeah. from where I'm from, and we call them Uptowns. So it is kind of like lame as fuck. Even if you get on, nah, yeah, you know, that's true. That's true. Because that you're gonna get on, and then you're gonna try to say, "Yeah, I'm from." Really? That's why I say you could take that risk and you might be Drake. You might hit the moon with your Houston sound, but you better hope Houston accepts you like they accept Drake. Nah, yeah. And if you're doing it with your sound is one thing. And when you start talking like them and saying things, I don't forget. Yeah. This nigga Chris Brown, that's my guy. Y'all know I, I step behind Chris Brown. That's my, that's my guy. But. Got a dog named Damu. When the Fuck n- out of here, Chris Brown. What's that mean? It's a blood term. I don't know when Chris Brown Chris became Brown a moved blood. moved to L.A. And now it's almost like he just claimed L.A. Do y'all remember he said, I'm from VA, DMV, the whole go-go thing. I remember. And it's something in it. Do you remember? Uh, Hold up. Niggas, they got me thrown. Hey. Yeah, I remember. Intro to his first album. He said he was, I'm, I'm just a country boy from Tappahannock. VA is where I reside. He was a young he nigga. He was a young VA nigga. And you he, was a you was a he said, yo, I'm from out here. Then the nigga just all of a sudden is blood. Okay. And you know that OG came and said, Chris Brown, he came out here and got put on. He did his phase. We was like, look, we don't give a fuck if he really got put on. Why? <laughs> Why did you feel the need to go and become a crip? You know who would agree? A lot of the people who bang. So you wanted to come do this? Why? Because you think it's cool? Nah, yeah. But also, sometimes having that street affiliation gets you safety uh-huh. in place. So, and it, it, it brings... Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Oh, but look, you out here, you booling, right? All right. There's some me. other niggas that's not cool with that. Nah, yeah. You Chris can say, me. I'm Chris Brown. Remember I made it? I'm Chris. Nah, fuck that nigga. You about to catch this DP. You got my man fucked up. <laughs> he bout it. For real. How many times he got to show y'all? <laughs> Did you see Blueface tell uh, Soldier Boy, where you from? He was asking where you from, and he ain't telling him. He was like, you're not about to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that ain't Soldier cool, Boy won that, though. No, he did not. He did. You can say where you from. You can't talk to me. You can say where you from, or you're going to catch one from your own guys. I know enough about street shit to know. That's a, that's a DP. Soldier Boy isn't on that bullshit, Terrence. Your men will not fuck with you. If somebody said no, Soldier Boy said it to Blueface, and Blueface responded. Nah, right? Blueface said, where you from? Soldier Boy he said, said, oh, shit. He said, where are you from? And then this nigga's throwing. He said, Soldier Boy's like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Soldier Boy, you do. Y'all got Soldier Boy fucked up. Soldier Boy is a nigga that is the reason why a lot of y'all have careers. Terrell, we not talking about that. We talking about the fact that he asked you where you from, and you supposed to be like like Breezy. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all trying to say you do this shit, but when you get asked where you're from, you have to say and stand on your set. You got to rep your set. Nigga, this is where I'm from. Even in front of 58 what others. What if you're not about that life, Terry? Soldier Boy does not you, bang. Then why you got a dog named Dom? Soldier Boy doesn't? We talking about Soldier Boy. Terrell, Soldier Boy is definitely affiliated. Why do you think he would ask him that? He would not ask Soldier Boy that. That's why he said you're not going to bang your set. Hey, look, I'm not a blue face fan. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't like. I'm not a blue face fan, but low key, I said, all right, Soldier. 
You shouldn't be out here trying to be that if you not. So okay. Soldier Boy is in, y'all tell me. So he's in a gang? I feel like an old nigga now. Soldier Boy is definitely red flag. Says who? Rich gang. Yo, Metro and um, J.I.D. are on the way. Man, that's getting ready to be it. And J.I.D. just caught that pass in the All-Star game. Did y'all see that? Nah, From yeah. Vic? It's funny I said, okay, J.I.D. <laughs> nah, yeah, no bullshit. All right, Betty, let's... Well, yeah, two hours now. The last thing that I got is course of action. Let's get it. Just two of them. Uh, shout out to course of action. I know y'all fuck with it. We back. Uh, anyway, <laughs> a woman comes up to you. Random woman. You with your girl. All right, I'm going to spice it up a little bit. You with your girl. Fiance. You with your fiance. She goes to the bathroom. Gets away from you. Uh-huh. A girl comes up to you. Tears in her eyes. And she says, you know what? You remind me. I'm sorry. But you just resemble my brother who I just lost, who just passed away. Damn. And she says, can I get a hug? What's your next course of action? Sailor, how wanna wake up? See me. I don't need paper. Why is that the song you think of? I don't know. Bad things, familiar shape up. <laughs> that song was fire. That young thug and Chris Brown. That album, I'm telling you. Um, that's that. I got time. I got time today. Yeah. Who on, knew man. we needed Breezy and Thug? We all. First of all, I'm a Breezy fan, y'all. But Breezy and Thug, we was like, I, I watch. Bre- I watch people appreciate his music later, and it's like, all right, I guess we like this in publicly now. You see how people showing wall to wall love all of a sudden. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but. I would, I would, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. I have a big heart for stuff like that. I would give a hug. I remind you of your brother who you just lost. I feel like I can't get in trouble for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If my girl come out the bathroom while I'm hugging the chick yeah. and say, who the fuck is that bitch? Look, who was that bitch? Because now the girl walked away. Look. <laughs> and then she leaves. I and would your say, girl's coming like. I would say, this girl lost her brother. <laughs> Fellas, you better be and careful. Told me, <laughs> she told me that I resembled her brother. And she asked me for a hug. She was crying. If my girl don't have, have an issue, <laughs> if my girl have a, if my fiance has an issue with that, I understand. You better hope your girl believe you. I think my girl will believe me. My girl will 100%, 100%. believe me. 100%. Yeah. But it does look wild as shit. Flip the strip. You come out the bathroom. Nigga out there with your girl. I feel like, nah, you can't do a hug like that. It needs to be a side hug, like a a regular hug. I'm not about to give you a fucking warm embrace. Okay, let's switch the topic up a little bit. What if she says, my husband, who just passed? Ah, that's a little bit different. That's weird. That's different. So she said, can I get a hug? Because you just resemble him. And I could really use his arms. That's too much. I can't. You can't. I understand you grieving. I'm not doing that. Oh, so you're going to tell me no? Yes. Oh, but why? I would say 
I would have to switch it up. If she came up to me and said, yo, you remind me of my husband. Can I get a hug? I'm not going to just get up and hug you. I think you need to understand that that's a little much. But I, I, would, I would sympathize so with her. So you would tell her um, that's a little much? I would probably say something like, I'm not going to give you a hug, but. But what? <laughs> what is he going to do? I'm not giving you a hug, but you know. I'm like, not going to give you a hug, but you have my best well wishes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but you know what? I also do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'll probably give her a hug, bro. I just got a big heart for for people dealing with, with like shit like that. Because yeah. honestly, you could be mad at me for that, but we're going to leave this restaurant with each other and be all right. This woman is leaving with nothing. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It ain't my ex or somebody that I used to deal with. Because remember, I told you, your girl ain't going to the finger out. Remember, I had my face. I know people were going to say, but you said you wouldn't save the girl in the water. I said I wouldn't save an ex in the water. That's different. If it's just some random person, yeah. then okay. Even though that is weird, I would say do your best to get some help, whatever. I would even want my girl to come up and I would say she just lost her husband. Said I look like him. I'm telling her she need to get some help. Then my girl can say, oh, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss, X, Y, Z, because she on code. She already knows. She's not going to ask me nothing like, my girl will never be, G would never be like, who the fuck is this bitch right here? She would never do that. Yeah. She, she just stepped different. She would never do that. I'm never gonna let you think you got into my skin, ever. We, I, I never told you all the story about when we was at a Chris Brown concert. And the you girl did. was dancing too too close to me. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe. I'll Go ahead, tell No, it was just we was at a Chris Brown concert. I'm right here, my girl right here, and it's another chick on the side of me. And she was, I ain't gonna lie, she was like doing a little too much close to me. Is my girl gonna make us switch? Tell that bitch, nah. Because my she know I'm not going to give her no A train is confrontational. She would have switched. Nah, but you see, if you switch, it makes you look like mm, I got this. I got this bitch thinking mm. I'm the same way as A train. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm the type to switch. You never see y'all see. Mm -mm. Hold on, Terrell. Hold on, Terrell. Before we get here, you don't switch because if you switch, it makes you bro. It's gonna make you look. It's gonna make you look like you give a fuck too much. You're gonna look like. She got under your skin or he got under your skin. A nigga's too close. A nigga's close to your girl, right? Now, that's different because with men, it's about safety. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga's moving too close to my chick, I will 100% move her to the next on this side of me. Because if you elbow my fiance, we're going to be fighting. Because I'll even say, yo, 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 be careful. With yeah, the watch out, watch out. Now, I'll have a conversation with I'll be like, yo, bro, we getting it, but be careful with her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Her. And yeah. most niggas will be like, oh, my bad, I got you. Because yeah. you know niggas, we be turned up. But I'm not even going to give you a chance to elbow her again. If I got to tell you, chill one. Also, men is different. Men who be, men, you rarely, fellas, you rarely have a man trying to get at your girl. Like, you always hear about, oh, I steal your girl. They be stealing girls who aren't interested in their man. It, I, it is very rare for a nigga to be able to come up to you and get and action walk with, off your with your girl. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I think it's rare for but the But a woman will try to be eyeing another girl while she's with. That's more common. The situation what happened that with she me? Because yeah. she was. Because technically, the girl was innocent. She definitely. She definitely was like trying it. She was getting a little too close. Yeah. It's all good. Because when Chris Brown did the uh, what song did he do? I uh, 
we had like a little moment to drink. Me and G, we we I was singing to her a little bit. Like we had a couple moment. Yeah. And it's just like a, you know what I'm saying? But she not worried. Bottom line, you can't be worried about certain shit like that. Yeah. Only reason why I say this is because G not going to come out the bathroom and be like, oh, bitch. Do you, you never going to have her down bad like that. And then this is the last time I ask you. Do you think that I'm asking you this question for just you and I'm on some Oprah shit? You ask, Sometimes I feel like I ask you and you don't even give me, you don't even know what I would do if Shorty came out the bathroom. We done got all the way here. And you don't even stop to like be like, what would I do? Do you ever think about How that? How about I can give a lengthy response and then you can go? Why can I, I give a lengthy think? response that you long? always do. Go that ahead. That long? Yes. I feel like whenever we do course of action, y'all, I feel like I'm Dr. Phil or some shit. Hold on, wait. Let me go. All right, bet. What would you do? Look, now I'm bringing it back. Go ahead. What would you do? You're the most annoying nigga ever. You are the most of, annoying nigga. The, in the universe of niggas, you're the most annoying. Chatterbox ass nigga, I ain't even get a chance to say anything. Podcast. Yet. Podcast. How about chime <laughs> in your, On your key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I let him rock. If you did a group interview, your ass would not get the job. Scared Please. to talk, nigga. Please. Oh, yeah. I feel like if Mitchell would stop talking and just let me say that I feel like this company is an astounding company. And if Mitchell would stop cutting me off, <laughs> I'm not good in a group. I'm He's not good in a group. You're not getting hired. Susie said the wrong thing. And I'm just going to tell you, Susie, what you said was wrong. <laughs> because this company is astounding. <laughs> Let me tell you why you were wrong. Go ahead. He's going to get the job. I might hire him because he's not afraid of... The man, yeah. He's not afraid of doing what's right. Fellas, in that situation, you have to give... That girl, a hug, if you a stand-up nigga. Even if it puts you in a doghouse with your girl. I get in a doghouse with A-Train every single week if I'm able to give somebody uh, a gift like that right there. You care to? Like, ah, I don't agree. in my opinion, I'm not on no type of bullshit. If A-Train, my girl, if my girl thinks I'm on some bullshit or, oh, nah, I don't, whatever, I'll just be in the doghouse until I, as a man, clear that up. Because for real, for real. My bad, my bad, my bad. Go ahead. I'm just making more, I'm just making sure the kid is in the crib. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like, you know. Damn. What was I saying? You said you would get in the doghouse. I would be in the doghouse. Because if somebody came to me and said, you look like my dad that I just lost. You look like my brother I just lost. You look my husband I just lost. I was telling A-Train because was, I was like, she could be lying just trying to get a hug or whatever. Uh-huh. One, I don't think I'm anybody to have to lie to that extent to want a hug from. I'm not Keith Lee. <laughs> I'm not anybody. <laughs> but I also feel like even if you lying about some shit like that, you gonna make a fool out of me. You tell me I just lost my Daughter, I just lost my so-and-so, and I need to get in front of you. Or something very small. I'll do it. You got it. Because my heart is on my is currently on my sleeve. I say that all the time. Me and A Train got matching tats of the heart right here. When I got mine, it's because yo, we wear our heart right here. You know what I mean? I'm not if you playing me, then that karma is gonna come back. And be heavy-handed. Sometimes I feel like karma just do that. You know? Sometimes karma is blitzing your ass. 
And I think when you playing with somebody's good deeds like that, like I was telling, what's his name? You don't go to work and say, my dog died, but your dog is at home fine. Or my my, my, my grandma was sick, but your grandma was at home fine. Yo, shit like that will come back to bite you. I never played with shit like that. I never play. And that's why I feel like if she playing and lying about this, that's on her. That's on her. I'll even get in the doghouse for it. I don't the A train not insecure at all. I don't yeah. agree with getting in the doghouse for I yeah. A-Train's not insecure. Not, I'm not. But I, I think if I'm in a doghouse because my girl is insecure, I'd rather be in a I'd be in a doghouse than turn you just look like a damn asshole telling her, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to hug you. What? That's a good course of action, fellas. I don't know if I would give her a hug. You know what I'm saying? It's weird to just come up to a stranger. It's more weird for you to yeah. come up to me and just ask me for a hug as a stranger than it is for me to turn the hug down. But this is my thing. You're a stranger asking I me. I also don't trust nobody. Motherfuckers get kidnapped all types of ways now. You can't even pick up a $20 bill off the floor. That's the bad thing. If you're going to kidnap me, hey, Terry, let me, I got a question of asking for you. You're riding home. You're riding home the normal street you ride home. Right. Girl, hold away for you switch the whole shit. Oh, my bad. I thought you was done. You were just going forever. What? All right. There's no way you thought I was going forever. I no way. You, all right. Well, what did you have something else to say about the whistle name? Because mine is still in the same, it's in the same world. I'm not doing a new course of action that's okay, way yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Same situation. Great. You riding home, you riding home like you normally ride home. You see a motherfucker on the side of the road, up, and you pull up to the stoplight. A lady comes to your window and says, excuse me, hey, oh, my God, can you help me? My son is choking. I would save him. That's different. I don't even know the... So you would get out your truck. <laughs> oh, I forgot stoplight. we were on the side of the road. No, 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 no. You at the light. Let's call it a light right there. You at the light right there. Mm-hmm. Lady come up to you and do that. I'm getting out. And if someone else gets out, then I guess this is just going to be like that scene in Heat. And when you get out, you're done. This is going to be like that scene in Heat. I didn't know I was getting out for... I'm going to be like Clint Eastwood. For a showdown. That's the... Terrence, the fact that I'm pulling off. I don't even let motherfuckers in my building. I told y'all about that. I'll be at the mailbox. Motherfucker at the door like Uh ding, ding, ding. The other day, I'm coming from the gym uh, to the mailbox. A nigga at the door way down here like, ding, 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 hey, old nigga. I got my mail and left. I'm not letting you in. You could be a fucking serial killer. Yep, I don't know. Why don't you have a fob? Where's your fob? I'm on the other side of the door. Where's your fob? Now, now that's the thing, though, T. If somebody, and I hate that the world... <laughs> like, why not leave him alone? Exactly. <laughs> I hate that the world has made it that we can't trust shit because you be thinking like you might get kidnapped with some shit. But mm-hmm. if a lady told me that her son was choking, I'm gonna get out. Dog on. That's me. why I said I'm getting out like the scene in Heat. Oh. Dog on me, I get out. Hi, sir. If I got, I can't. But nah, Steve, when you got that car seat in the and back, look, she don't know who I am. Once I give him the Heimlich and he gets it out, whoo. You almost lost your life, sir. But now you lost everything you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we 
probably should have asked the, the <laughs> Nissan. <laughs> All right, what's your last one? Not the Crown Vic. <laughs> Terry, that's not funny. I know, I know. I'm just saying. You don't ask the Crown Vic to help you, whatever. But anyway, the next one. How is that not funny? Because what? You're trying to make it a... You, you, you fucked up. You got us fucked up. I'm like Monique. <laughs> Look. I love us for real. I love us. <laughs> Look. You got a date, right? It's an important date. Bad chick, she like five, six, she like what's up? Give me a give me a like me a, a line for a bad girl. Go. Come on, Terrell. Oh. Do a Kurt Cobain's joint. I done came down. Hold up. Flip the grain. Something. Roll up. Either way. Girlfriend, she want a nigga like me because I ain't trying to control us. She called me, but she want to change. Black diamond, my pinky ring. Oh, she don't want a man. She'll need That's that Kawhi Toronto Raptors championship right there. Kirk Cobain's got at least one one. He got that one where it was a certified. All right, anyway. You going on a date with a bad joint. joint that you really, really, really excited about. And you got, and Terrell, even though we cut our own hair, this one's going to be for, you know, just hypothetically put yourself in this situation. You got a date with a bad joint. Uh, you tell your barber about it. You got a date, whatever. Your date is Friday. Date's at 8 o'clock. You plan on getting the freshest haircut that you can get. You want to have that day of fresh cut. Fellas, you know about that day of cut. It's nothing like a day one haircut. You got a haircut appointment at five. Date with the bad joint at eight. When you get to the barbershop, you find out that your barber last minute canceled on you. And now you can either rock a hat or get your haircut by another barber in the shop. What's your course of action? I'm get, I'm gonna take the risk and get that ex- and get that cut. Because one thing, think about it. If Q wasn't here, I'm going to Juan or Marcus. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I trust that you're a barber. You may have never cut my hair before, but you can at least get me better than I look now. Mm-hmm. I can't go with the scruff. Now, you, can't you don't feel a- like there would be any loyalty knock from you going to another barber up in there? I feel like if that's the case, then that's just caddy, man. You mm-hmm. wasn't here. What the fuck was I supposed to do? Are you my girl? No bullshit. No I bullshit. mean, your barber, I mean, I understand if you go to a random, you got a barber and you just go get your hair cut by somebody else and your barber fell away about it. I get that, 100%. You saying Juan and Marcus because the barbershop we grew up with, Q was the guy, and we were cool with Juan and Marcus. But think about it, bro. A lot of people that came in there... You might be a quiet guy, I know Q, give him his money, and then I leave. Taking that cut from another barber is a real risk. You knew Marcus because you knew Marcus was a Raiders fan, this nigga. He joked about the girls. You knew he cared about you even though he never put a clipper to your head. You knew he got y'all like fucked with you. Mm-hmm. But it ain't always like that, especially with these motherfuckers who, look, some motherfuckers these days, you see how I said you got an appointment? That means you're not in the shop at 2 o'clock getting to know Marcus and Juan while Q cutting. I remember having conversations with Marcus. This nigga got no customer, but Q got two heads. He be sitting in the chair He's with some sitting there with his, with his chips and shit, and that's uh-huh. how we built that relationship. That's old school barbershop way. My, my niggas listen to this. I know y'all grew up that same way because now it's different. Now, if my appointment at 5, I get there around 4.50. I'm cut. I'm out. Yeah, that's true. This is what I was going to tell y'all. And this goes back to the old way of barbershopping. It's the reason why I brought this up. You 1,000% want 
take that cut from somebody else. Did you hear the options that I laid out? You can either get a, a cut from somebody else or wear a hat. Guess what? That hat option never comes off the table. If this cut don't work out with bra, I can just wear a hat. I can still wear the hat. I can still wear the hat. At least you got the beard trimmed up. At least I got the beard trimmed or something. And let me tell you something else. Something that has happened in plenty barbershops. That there is a very big risk from your barber. Because Terrell, how many times have we seen you got your hair cut by Q, but then Q wasn't there that day, and you got your hair cut by Juan, and now who's your barber? Juan. We have seen that. We've seen it where it's like, I no. used to cut his head, and then he stopped going. I used going to cut to... his head, but then he stopped going to him, he stopped going to me. Mm -hmm. Bro, in Barbershop, remember, what's the name was getting his hair cut by whoever, but then he stopped going to the nigga who laced him? Uh-huh, yeah. It just happens. Like, it does happen that way. You definitely, fellas, get that cut. You might fuck around and find out Juan cut better than Q. And Juan said, it's only going to be 35 and I got you for the bid. Because Juan said, fuck you. If you want this cut again, come to me. If you want this cut again, come to me. He rip off the sheet. <laughs> and then look, you want this cut again, come to me. Oh, with the mirror? <laughs> look, he look, he know you looking, so he just, yeah, I got you. Hey, yeah, but what if it ain't that, that fire? <laughs> right, he got you over here, but he still, look. He a hard nigga. I don't give a damn. 35 bucks, bruh. Or an ass whoop. And Terrence, it's funny. We grew up with a, uh, our, our barber was a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah. So hell, that was hell. Hell. <laughs> Y'all was a Washington Redskins fan. <laughs> we haven't been good my whole life. Low-key Cowboys been this. Or as long as I know Q, though. They, they really haven't been shit. They've been Good the... playoffs lose. Yep. They our whole life. Our whole life. I mean, but we can't really talk. We won the big game three times in my life. That's why I don't give a fuck about the Chiefs. <laughs> I got hitters on a wraith. No. Nigga, watch that money talk. Hey, look. Shout out my nigga Rich the Kid. That carnival joint on that Yeezy joint. That Vultures one. Go check that out. Go check that out. My man Rich the Kid. And we don't have any. Holy shit, she on my dick. <laughs> I got like 430 kids. I love Rich the Kid. That is one of them artists, y'all. That y'all will be like, I don't know why this nigga is playing Rich the Kid, but who, who playing? That joint, all right. I can play you a Rich the Kid joint. I do want to give a big shout out to Hold Nine Watch for holding us down all mm -hmm. the way through into the Super Bowl every year, three years running. Yes, sir. Hold Nine Watch. Um, we will be back next year with the NFL picks. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And Hold Nine Watch, one thing I'll say to you. You don't know what shit can turn into. And as we grow, you grow, bro. If shit were to take off on a crazy level, me and Terrell fucking around and run up a sports bag. Now this motherfucker getting paid seven hundred a month from Elon. I'm about to say now. I'm about to say now. Hold now, watch getting bread. But we appreciate it because we don't ask him for it. He just does. He just does it. Yeah, hundred percent. Or she. We don't know who we dealing with. They. Bullshit. They. Respect. Um, but that's gonna wrap it for um. 188, y'all. It's weird because we don't have NFL picks no more. There's no... Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. I just going to be hell to see y'all mother another fucking parade. Goddamn 88. Goddamn 95. Smoke Roger. Nine nine. 88's killed my best friend. <laughs> These niggas was in that joint with trauma. They was buddy-buddy <laughs> at the end. He saved his life. Do you know you will lose yours, fool? Over a football game? Nah, no bullshit. 
And this ain't NFL. This ain't you just get a Lombardi. Y'all just going to get a participation award. Not no bullshit. And when you get out, guess where you going back to? 88. And you know what? Now that I think about it, speaking of trauma, I just made me think about the Meek Mill Championships album. He lost to Igor. Igor won Best Rap Album over Championships. And I feel like Meek should have won Meek that Grammy. Meek should have won that Grammy. For 100%. that album. 100%. Igor wasn't really rap enough. To to beat that, but he beat Ooh, it. Yeah, hey, look, that's a good question. Eeyore better than than, than championships. To, rap album, no. Eeyore is Eeyore better album, than championships. The, the album artistically, Ooh. Tyler, Tyler does a lot. Yeah, but man, that's championships yeah. is the best. That is, all right. The Grammys have got it wrong so many times. That look mm -hmm. at Killer Mike up there. When they tell you that you gotta wait. Please, man. We're getting out of here, man. We are. Hold on, wait. <laughs> and they've been doing us dirt for years. We're getting out of here, man. That's, that's going to wrap up a 188. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the week. Hopefully, nothing crazy happens. Yes, sir. We'll be back next week. Let's. Happy Valentine's Day, ladies. Next time. Valentine's Day. Damn.